Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Podcast lovers, how the fuck are you, friends? Welcome to the show. Lions Lounge Lockdown is sponsored for the entire 2021 season by Match Scaffolding. Match Scaffolding is a company that is owned by a personal friend of mine and longtime season ticket holder. So, if you want some scaffolding in your life, please don't hesitate to check out Match Scaffolding's contact details in the description of this audio podcast offering. Our guest today for Lions Lounge Lockdown, episode 38, they are absolutely piling up, is Ronnie Ball. Ronnie had nine years at the club, come through the youth team and ended up a league winner. It's an absolutely brilliant interview. I know Ronnie personally away from football, so I made no notes for this and we just spoke for well over two hours. I've squashed it into an hour and 42 for the purposes of this episode. It's brilliantly funny at times, and at others, it's unfortunately quite sad that even 17 years later, Ronnie is still, you can tell he's still hurt by the fact that he never quite made it at Millwall, and he had to leave eventually one day, which is, as I said, quite sad in one way, but satisfying in another because how much he did love and still loves the club today. It's a brilliant episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Lions Land Lockdown, episode 38, Ronnie Ball... Enjoy. Okay, we're going to go in three, two, one. Lions Lounge Lockdown, episode 38. Ronnie Ball. Here he is, finally. Ron, you're on. Thanks for joining us. Good, mate. Good. Thank you very much as well for getting getting me on in the end. (laughs) You said to me, why have you left me so long? I said, it wasn't wasn't like that. Do you know what it was? The ones that I never, ever thought I could get so, I mean, you're, you've always gone me all after you stopped playing. Um, and when it started to flow, when I first started doing them in March on that group chat, Denzel was going, bang, he'll do it tomorrow. Bosh, he'll do it the next day. And I'm like, yeah. strike while the iron's hot. Because when that lull yeah. drops, they'll probably go, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> but you're a good man. I know you're from outside of football as well. So I've made no notes today because I can talk. If people think I can talk for fun, fuck me, they're in for a treat. Yeah, with you. <laughs> well, mate, I'll tell you the truth. Right? I was going to dress up. All right. And I've got in a little bit. I've been out this morning to work and I've come back in. And thank God I didn't, mate, because my neighbours just knocked and dropped a parcel. All right. <laughs> off if I had some naughty gear on it, it'd have been like, mate, I should have been looking at me in a different way. So maybe next. 
be fun. Boys, were on you, weren't they, mate, in the group chat? So I think she was coming on today. You said to me earlier, did you tell Stephen Reid I was coming on? I said, no. Yeah, I got last night, mate. The phone was pinging away. I didn't even want to respond to anything because the boys were coming for me a little bit. Were in the group uh, chat? Yeah, I said some things later on, like what I've done and, and stuff like that. And I said, bring it up. But um, <laughs> there's no, no sovereigns anymore. No Seconda <laughs> Gold Watch. All in the acne pong shop. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, the boys are coming for me with that. Yeah. Who's the main instigator? Um, Reedy put it there straight away. And then um, Top Joint joined in. I heard him on that chat for a while. Cardiff won, have they? So, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I know they, like, he'd come on, he'd cane me. But, um, yeah, and then, then Birchie and then <laughs> Scass as well. Oh, my God. I don't even he brings up stories what I can't even remember. Oh mate, he's ruthless, Denzel. Get well sooner, Denzel, by the way. He's um in the madness that is 2020 and 2021. Six foot four goalkeeper, spent his whole life throwing himself at people's feet, and he's broke his leg, slipped over on the ice outside his house on like old granny and broke his leg. So get well soon, Tom. Don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> no, yeah, I think he's in the off it was yesterday or today. See the specialist, he says um, so fingers crossed. Kicking on, mate. So we're all, we're all kicking on now, but let's wind it back. To the very, very beginning of your meal career. Obviously, you came through the youth system at the den, is that right? Uh, yes, yes. Come through the youth system with like many of the lads who went on in that, that team, what we played in, what we got promotion and had a good chance of getting in the premiership. Um, yeah, it was it was good. Even through that though, even like the boys, like 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 some Reedy, we was in the same age group. Um Dolan was a year older than us. I was like a year older. But um, like with Reedy there, he, he was one of them. I played against him when we were like London v Surrey and things like that. And, and Lake as well, Lake I don't see. He was, um, he, he was unlucky, broke his ankle. I think he would have been a, a bit of a good player to like go on. He, um, he was South London boy. So, you know what I mean? It was a bit of an age where we knew each other. Robbie mm-hmm. Davis as well was a good player. He was out of North London. So, yeah, the youth team was good. And then the lights, when we did go there, like Timmy come over, Ives come in, Joe come in. And um, we had a good bunch of lads, like, with that. Just now, like, trying to think back. Um, it's a long time ago, mate. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? a long time ago. What? And that was, like, 95, I joined Mill, or 96. If I look back now, like, some things about my career, it's just meant I was at Fulham, all right? And I remember, like, we were playing, I think we played Wickham. And the ball went over. It was like uh, East Jewel we used to train at um, some fire station, Banstead, I think it was. If I'm remote, like now, I'm going back even more years. And um, the ball went in like the bushes. And we had never had another football to like, <laughs> to carry on, mate. It was blinding. Like, all these... We're playing Wickham, by the way. Fulham v Wickham. You'd think like, Wickham was just a new team at the time. And the ball went in the bushes, mate. We had to go get, no one couldn't get out. It was in the phones and they're getting a corner flag. <laughs> Way, I was trying to get them. That's how bad it was. And then I was there, and they had, they had nothing like at the time. I remember they had like Sean Davis was playing. Mm. Like it was, you think like players like that were coming through. I got a, a whisper about going to Millwall, so I was didn't just jump at the chance to say go there. I um, I spoke with my scout at the time and Alan Baxford, just make sure like it was the right move to go at, like under sixteen to go across. So. I did in that, in, in that way, but um, with that, it was like Mill were top of the league of the, uh, I think it might have been the old Division One. Right. When McCarthy, sorry, it's under Mick McCarthy. Yeah. Remember when 
a fly in. I was going over Millwall. Remember they signed the Russians, Sergei Uran and um, Kulkov, yeah. The, the painter and decorator, weren't he? Just never got off the beat. He's <laughs> always injured in Budweiser, I was told. Always but, pissed but, up, that's why. Yeah. And um, they were flying Millwall when I like was going over there watching them. And I was thinking, like, yeah, like, this ain't got to be a bad like, team. They're pushing for the Premiership at the time. And it just, after that Christmas, I think I signed when Mick was there one week. Mick was there for one week and he left. And I was like, oh, like, what's going on here? Oh, fuck me. So what a time to come into the club then. We, after that, we was in free fall when we got relegated. Yeah. Didn't win a game, did they? Like, from after Christmas. And I was like, oh, and then this was the maddest thing. I ended up meeting um, Sean Davis, like, just randomly at shopping, all right? And um, not like Christmas, like, like fucking food shopping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we just, I just went, went shopping one day and he was out and um, and he went to me you ain't going to believe it I was like what he said fucking Fyad's only gone and bought Fulham and I was like what he said like he said something real he's gone like that he's gone in his wallet pulled out he's got Aaron's car all these boys like from like uh, uh, what was it Wandsworth Battersea Mate, I, I, used to, I used to play against Sean Davis he was Ziggy's and I was Long Lane yeah, Ziggy's yeah that's yeah. it yeah. and I'm not really funny he was like Ron it's completely changed how are you getting on I went other than that Mick's like left and we ain't won a game. <laughs> well, you should hunt, I bet you were hunting that scout down, weren't you? No, I was like, oh my God. Like, I was young, you know what I mean? I, but when you think of it, like, just when you think back at it, like, I had a great chance. Mm. So, so man, just little decisions you make there that just take you a yeah. different way. But, mm-hmm. mate, listen, we was glad to have you at the end. It was, you was a character from start to finish. Oh, you, um, you was yeah. mental as a first-team player, and you're still a bit crazy now. As, a, as an apprentice... I bet you was a complete fucker, weren't you? Oh, mate, I'm saying, you know what? It was great. Actually, we had a great bunch of lads as well. Like, like again, as I say, going through, but in the younger days, we had a good side as well. Mm. I think we deferred in, um, what, what they call it, it went into academy then, because we, we were, I think we were, our age group was the last YTS when you done jobs and stuff yeah. like that, and the bugs and all that. And then even, Brilliant, mate. Being like with a cook, like Rita in the kitchen, cleaning all the pots and pans and stuff, everything, everyone had jobs in the boots. And um, I don't believe that should still be in, in a way. You know what I mean? But some people might disagree with that. But that's... No, I agree, mate. It's fucking brilliant, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Make, yes. Made a man here, and these boys now, yeah. they're right. fucking millionaires for they've touched the first yeah. team, and that's why they're not interested half of them. Oh, Jesus I'm not man. talking middle players, I'm talking further up. No, no that's what I mean. And, um, but it, it was crazy with. Um, with that, that um, yeah, we had great mate. The thing is, I didn't know no different. Even when we got older, we'd all go out like like twenty handed. Even in the youth team, like we'd say, like even really, like really lived in Kingston. So we'd say, all right, Reed, we're coming over to you like this weekend. You know what I mean? Like we just all go like mm. all, t- all night out in Kingston. Then like vice versa. Then like Bromley was always the place to go because the boys were in digs. Um, there was just mate, it was great. Yeah, there was yeah, mad stuff. Mad stuff used to go on. And um, yeah, it's, you know, I keep thinking because it's early in the morning, I think it's just <laughs> it's like, man, this is going to go out late night. Don't worry, it's not live. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was just mad, mate. I wish people tell stories about me when he's telling stories about himself, like, but it's just, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, mate. I remember we used to all get in the bath, you know, like, like the first thing boys, they'd be gone by like one o'clock latest, you know what I mean? 12 gone, and then like we'd have we'd get in the bath, they'd like had a massive bath in there, and everyone would be in there, people would just be doing things, mate. One day I just fucking I just had a big shit in there and just fucking it floated up and everyone dived out like who shit in the bath and all that like it's just mental like things like you know what goes on you just yeah whose boots did you clean um 
I'll tell you what, I had a touch, mate. I'm going to tell you this now, right? I had Tony Witter, the old, the old fucking crowd finders. I used to polish them up, mate. Listen. <laughs> the so what, the, cra- the crowd finders? Oh, mate, yeah, and he was sponsored by Nike. Like always just mate, he had the best boots, all right? And he always wanted them like, don't wet them, never wet them, you know, like that. Just no, like, all right, which, but every Friday, mate, cha ching, you pull a pinky out, like, there's a 50, son. Really? Like, I was on 42 pounds 50 a week, mate, and he's throwing a 50 at me. Well, every, like, every Friday, yeah, every Friday, mate, I used to get a 50 off him. Fucking hell, I think he's, I think, no disrespect, I'm just trying to get him on the show. I think he's a plumber now, seriously, I think he's a plumber, yeah. It was quality wits. I've got to admit, he was, he was nice and not, had time for the youngsters as well, not just like a typical pro. Be fair, he showed me his pay packet once. So I had to carry it in, mate. I've got a bad back after. <laughs> I wonder why he's throwing around readies, mate. I'm telling you. Was like, he on wedge? Yeah. Do you know what, like, as well? Because I've, I've researched him, trying to find him to get him on the show because I used to love him. You called him the crowd finders, obviously. The boots, the crowd finders, because he kept shanking out of play. Uh, you could never run him, though. You no, could never... well, he used to lose the ball and then he'd, he'd make recovering happen. tackles from like 30 yeah. yards behind people because he was so quick. Yeah. But he, the best he had, well, the best times in his career, the most appearances he ever made was for Millwall. Seriously? Yeah, he never really played a lot of games for any team other than Millwall. Played about 125 times for us. You said he was on an absolute wedgerino, yeah? Yeah, he was. He, he, he got, like, when he used to get the, remember the old days, he used to give you the old pay packet, like, not with the money in it, but like, with your, uh, your slip. Like, you was he giving it one of them? No, he's just like, actually, carry that in, bully, son. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? Like, what? Anyway, have, a, have, a, have a butcher's at that. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, I, like, I wonder why he was driving around in Mercs and all that. You know what I mean? The old Fiesta gang. But he was pinging up in Mercs. I was like, wow. Like, he was good. I had, Bob, <laughs> I had Bobby Barry. And Bob was like the same size as me. So he used to give me a load of Val Sports. And when I learned to drive with Bob, I used to drop him down Ridley Market to get his hair cut on a Friday. So he used to drop me like 30, 40 quid. Oh, really? So I had a touch, really. You had, bit, I, you had, you had bits running outside of playing on the pitch, didn't you? You weren't fussed about getting in the first team. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll get back to cleaning boots. I'll be all right. <laughs> but no, it just, um, yeah, with that, yeah, I was lucky enough. Uh, Paul Shaw as well. Shaw's, he was good. good he, was, he was a nice fellow, he was. Um, left him with a big scar on my head as well when he played with Gillingham. I nutted the back of his old bald nut, mate, and my head just opened up. I was like, yeah, but he, he was a nice fella. He's a nice fella. But yeah, going back to like the youth in days, mate, it was, I said, we had a great bunch of lads. And it was only a few, it's horrible to say that, but I think it was only about, if I know you say five or six, but probably out of a 20 man squad or a 25 man squad, I think nearly all of us got pro. Mm. You know, Smith, goalkeeper, and he went on to have a football career. But even him, like there, um, Billy Mead at the time, right, was the chairman's son. So that probably. I'll wind him up now if I see him, right? But no, he, he was, was that top... Peter, Peter Mead, Peter Mead, some yeah, of Peter Mead, Billy played in our, yeah, Billy played in our youth team. I made my debut with him as well. Uh, Byron Bubb, another one. Uh, Mark Hicks, there's no Mark Phillips, Sex mm. Kate, you know what I mean? Like, he's um, <laughs> he's my mate. Um, he'd done a right, Robbo come through, and, like, and that's what I mean. Like, we had loads, big Joe that, produ- that production line's unbelievable, isn't it? Really, yeah, he's already playing in the first team, big JD, you know what I mean? You think, oh. Then the likes of Reedy Ice, Timmy. It just goes mad, right? And they said Lake. And I remember the time, I think he, he got pro as well. Tommy Times from around my way, he played for Long Island, yes. they plucked him from yeah. some sort of non-league, That's I think. I mean, he, he, was a, he was a pro. I feel sorry if I leave anyone out. Leon Court. Well, Leon Court, getting back on people might not care, but Leon Court was we, we was long lane, they were Ziggies. Every year it was us feed them in the in the in the London Cup final. None of our none of us made it other than Jamie Day. Um 
Leon Court was the goalkeeper for Ziggy. Yes, yes. And Julian Gray, Sean Davis, Gary Alexander. So they actually, they done all right then, boys. But <laughs> And then I see Leon Court all of a sudden sign for Mill. I'm like, I remember him. He's going to be the new keeper. He's fucking playing centre-back. He was at... Uh, <laughs> what the fuck's happened here? Yeah, he was, uh, he was at Fulham with me, believe it or not. Yeah. And he was at Fulham. And then, um, as I said, I left. And then he come to Mill. Look, but it's like anything, like, with even the lads what come in. Like, he was in our youth team. Even, even Joe Dover, our centre-arse. Like, mm. in the youth team, just chewing up everyone. You know, recruitment. Like, yeah. As well, as well as players coming through homegrown. What do you know about yeah. this Bob Pearson, mate? Because everyone seems to mention him. He's like... He's like the fucking missing link. He's like he's a little bit like a time traveller. He seems to be everywhere at every time, bringing everyone into the club. You know what? I, I spoke to a few of the boys. Um, I think when the season started, and um, just talking to him, someone brought me up. I'm like, he's still alive. Well, God bless him. You know, in that way, I would never wish anyone dead. Like, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, but yeah, yeah. They said he's alive, mate. From like, he, I swear to God, he was dying when I was at the club. And that's, <laughs> I don't mean that ruthlessly, but. <laughs> Well, I've done players from the from the eighties, the nineties, the noughties, and it, all of them sing. Oh, yeah. Well, Bob Pearson contacts him. Or well, Bob Pearson kind of watched me play in a fucking field in the back end of fucking Ireland, and he brought me over. Like, it just seems Even to be like ageless. Yeah, when I first joined, uh, it was Alan Baxter, but they were like, in other words, like that. And when I was, when I joined about a year later, Bob come back. Um, the next thing it was like the Messiah. You know what I mean? Like, he's back, like. And I was like, wow, like, who's this? And be fair, he loved me. So I couldn't him, but I got a minute, uh, and I'll probably tell this a little bit later, that when I um, left the club, he didn't like me. And I believe, I don't care, mate. I, uh, listen, I don't play football anymore. I don't pay my bills. I don't give a fuck. You see what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, I work tomorrow. So, and um, I won't be killing a lot of people, by the way. <laughs> but it's, it's true. It's true. Like, but, like mate, I'll fuck. Well, pissed him off and mate and I was gone Gary Johnson was at Yeovil and I've just like Gary Johnson was the manager and I was on loan to Yeovil and he's phoned Mark McGee and said listen thanks very much for like letting him come on loan you know what I mean like I went there and they won a game for the first I don't know 10 games we went seven unbeaten or seven wins or something crazy and like and he said like I got manager of the month <laughs> and I'm not saying me by the way he was saying me <laughs> I was still fucking kicking it out of the ground and <laughs> The road finders. Yeah. <laughs> I got a phone call from Mark McGee. Literally, like, oh, well done there, son. You know what I mean? Gone out, got yourself fit and all and got game time. Look, blah, blah, blah. Next thing, Bob's just phoned me up and said, you got a sign for them. <laughs> I was like, duh, duh, duh. 23 years of age. I'm like, I'm 21, oh, yeah, 22, 23 years of age. I think, hang on. Like, fucking hell, Bob, go easy. I've just had my, I'm telling you, son, if they offer you a contract, and like the money and all that where you're on and they give you a little bit more you should take it he said your career's done that middle boom <laughs> I'm in a room like that I'm looking at the four walls of this fucking thing and thinking hold on oh my god yeah I'm in carrot crunching land like I don't know where I am quite you know? a long way from home that mate I've been there I've been working yeah, Somerset years and years ago don't get me wrong they made me feel very welcome there good you know what I mean they're like I like to say like that they've only got football around there's nothing else yeah and um, but yeah, I'll get on to that later, mate. With that, but yeah, we'll who, was your, who was your youth team manager at Mill then? You said, oh, mate, well, you know what? When I first went under when Mick left, we had Ian MacDonald. And see, I remember these names like that because these people were you start learning your trade with them, and um, he was great. But I'll, I'll come to Mill a little bit early, then the other boys come like as 
I come a year before you're supposed to. I was at school, but I was a bit naughty at school and I won't go into school. And my the best thing is my head teacher just spoke with um, with my mum and dad and spoke to me all at the time. But it was Alan Baxter and said, "Could I he'd just come in? Please take him." Yeah, just please take him. In other words, like your mum likes it as well. Because <laughs> but yeah, just, and I did. I went in from the age of I um, was under sixteen, so we would have gone the next year into like uh, Millwall, then like as, as a YTS as being that. So I was really like yeah, fifteen, sixteen. So I was like already playing with players. That's why I met Birchie. Like they were in the youth team. Phil O'Neill, Steve, uh, uh, Stevie Harris, people like that. Who um, so they were still playing in there. Sammy Thompson at the time. Uh, characters Stuart Jenkins I remember they had a good, they had a good Phil Smith the goalkeeper as well so there was loads mate there was just loads and, um, and yeah so I see the team what a lot of people what I looked at was like the Ben Thatcher was playing Tony Dolby you know what I mean people like that um, there, there was loads mate you know Rhino <laughs> can't forget the old Rhinoceros and, um, <laughs> it's mad mate you know something about Casey Keller when you said to him about how much he's done yeah, his yeah yeah, there, and, was, um, there was so many players there, weren't there, in, like, in that time? So many players in and out of the door. It's a mad time at the club. And that's what I mean. In the uh, see, like, Bobby, Ricky Newman. Um, and it, it just keeps going on. And them boys are still training there. But gradually that year, everyone started going. Mm. Ben Thatcher straight out the door. They took the money for him. And you, you knew he was always going to play at another level, you know, with him. Um, and then that's when, uh, yeah, he took the job. Um I don't know who come in. I, you know, it was Ian McDonald. I remember, like, with my U team manager for, and then there was a massive shake-up that summer. Um, and I remember being there, because I think the club went into administration, didn't it? Yeah. If I'm right, if I'm, you know what I mean? Man? So did you get your pro contract before, during, or after the administration? No, I, mate, I had a bit of a stinker, mate. I, I broke my ankle and I was out for a whole season. And um, I, I was, I was like, like 15 years of age, I was, you got you got your chance. When they all like went into administration, I was um there was like people going everywhere. The, the doors were flying open, people were going. You had stories that like you can see people there, people got mortgages and stuff like that. Players were like sweating. We had a big meeting up and everyone had to go. Um people were saying like, why not get paid? I remember just just looking around, people were like big Damien Webber, I remember him. And like and he was a bit of an influence in the team, like dressing room because he was a leader. He was like rounding up, he might have been a PFA rep as well. Like, so he rounded up the troops and having a word with them about stuff. And you could see people's faces that like a couple go under. Mm. In them days, I don't think there was a lot of that going on, was there? Like, you know, like no, he was one of the first. Yeah, and, and I think that's why a lot of people were a bit scared in the club. And um, yeah, and but it give the youngsters a chance to get in. I remember like I was 15 years of age, Rhino was a youth team manager, uh, reserve team manager. And I remember I got off at South Bermondsey, like just with my Millwall tracksuit. I'm thinking I'm going to be ball boy down at, um, <laughs> at a reserve game against Norwich. Next thing you know, I've gone in Greg's, well, <laughs> on the corner. I'm walking back with like fucking Belgian bum, mate. I'm scoffing on doing it. Just felt a clout around the back of my head, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I was like, well, I leave it, right? Like, <laughs> like, is it your fucking plan today? I ain't even bought my boots. I don't oh, think being 16 years of age, I ain't going to get in there. Like, they got. He smacked me right in the back of the head, like, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I'm my arsehole's just dropped out, you know what I mean? The fucking Belgian bun's gone through me, boss. I was like, <laughs> next thing you know, you're getting like fucking, I've ended up borrowing Lee McRoberts' boots, because he got the elbow, 
And I, I was subbed. And I come on like after about 60 minutes. I was 15, 15 years old. I was 15, 16, under 16, yeah. Under 16, I And I went, oh, this is unreal. And I remember um, Craig Bellamy played in that game. And he was one chirpy bastard, mate. Mm. Uh, and then later on when you play against him, he got worse and worse. Like, but he had good, he had good banter. Who gave you your pro contract? Who was manager at that point? Oh, manager then. That's what I'm saying. It, it was crazy. Like, uh, Rhino was the manager. But it was quite weird because that was the year I broke my ankle and I was completely, like, gone for a whole season. It all went windscreen when I got to the final. I made my debut about a week before that. There was a few yeah. of us. They were arresting the lads as well, you know, like, didn't want no injuries. So I think um, I think Robbie said it as well. Um, Jamie Stewart was injured all the way up to it. And he, I think he played in the he final. He did, yeah, he started, yeah. I've got, uh, that's when <laughs> he gets the needle, like, Robbie starts spitting and all that, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he'll get it you know in a little bit don't worry about that yeah but no um, yeah it was Rhino but I remember it was like about three weeks before the season was ending I made my debut and um, I was thinking like I ain't been offered a pro contract so I was just honest I just made a few phone calls and said like to an agent and said you'd, Look, so sorry so you'd already made you'd already made your debut before you was even a pro yeah and um, I was like one of the last ones to sign right like, I think it's all signed up, like, boys are playing in the first team, you know what I mean? And I was like, I've made my debut, and like, I'm like, still on like 40, was it, £47.50 a week? Mm. Well, even mate, you weren't like that, I just wanted to be a professional football player. And I was like, oh, so I remember just going out to Rhino one day, and I, I was going to go, like, on, in other words, on trial to another club, like, and I was, so I already sorted it all out, and then I just went out to Ryan, I said, look, Ryan, I went, look, next week, can I like, like, have time off, like, and he was like, like that, and we're waiting for a dig off him, you know what I mean? He was like, like, looking at me like, what are you going on about? And I just, like, Ryan, I said, like, can I, I want to go on trial. And he was like, trial? You know, where have you been naughty? <laughs> you know, like, no, no, I went, like, I went, I've only got like about a month left. And I think it was, I think it was like coming April or something like that. I went, I've only got a month left, like, I'm a contract. So I said, like, I want to, I want to, like, I want to be a professional football player, so I want to go on trial. And he just looked at me like, <laughs> He went, one minute. He said, go in there. Go and have something to eat. So I went in. So next thing, about 10 minutes late, caught fully like, you've got to go upstairs. Rhino wants you. And Max, I got out in the office. He went, uh, Bob, I'll be down in a minute. And um, he sort your contract out. Exactly how it went. Quality. I was just like, ah, oh. So I don't, I think they might have thought I was already a pro. I don't, I don't. Just I overlooked yourself. Sort of, with everything going on the club, they might have overlooked it. Yeah, and like, and I, I was like, oh, and then like, as I said, I spoke to my agent, Dave Manassi at the time, Jonathan Barnett, and they were like, well, it's up to you if you want to stay there. I was like, yeah, of course I want to stay. And the other club were bigger, but I just was like, well, at the time they were bigger, but they always have been bigger. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, another thing, I should have retired then, mate, you know, because every fucking decision I've done, mate, was just terrible. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I got a chance to play for Mill, and I, and I loved it. <laughs> and that's Did you what get I a two-year deal or one-year deal? It was weird. I signed, um, yeah, just a one-year deal. And I swear to God, mate, I, I signed that on, uh, like, say, like, April, May. And we come back from pre-season. I've done first two weeks in pre-season. They give me a three-year deal. Really? But I was like, yeah. That's what I did think. Did they forget about, like, me in a way that I was I already a pro? But I wasn't. So you, you, don't, you got a one-year deal, went away from, from summer, come back after three weeks to give you another three-year deal. Yeah, so it was like pre-season. I just got called up. Bob went to me to get your agent to call me. <laughs> That's what I mean. It was Bob. It was Bob. It wasn't like Theo. <laughs> it, was, 
Yeah, only because like, Theo would have been in by now, wouldn't he? Yeah, of course he would have been. Yeah, Theo was in. Yeah, he was in early doors. Yeah. Like, I remember him when he took over the, that, and thingy. Uh, but he, yeah, it was like Bob just spoke to my agent and he just phoned me up and said, they want to give you a three-year deal, bro. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, lovely. And then it just went like that. Mm. Move it. And so then, so then that season when you got in, that season when you got in under Brian and Macca, that would have been the season when they, they didn't oh, do, sorry, yes. they didn't do yes, too bad at all, did they? They didn't do too bad at all. No. And then end up losing their job. Is that that, that season, yeah? Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's the season I got my, my deal. And then, yeah, and then that season when they got sacked, I think it was after Brentford, weren't it? We got beat. I won't remember mm. that. Was you getting in at that point or? Uh, you know, getting... Yeah, you know what? Say like that. They went with just what they knew. Like, Jamie was their left back. And then Rob come in. And then said, I was in and out of the team as that. I was still a youth team player, if you understand what I mean. I was yeah, like, still, still finding your way, yeah. The likes of Timmy were just getting in. Ives were just getting in. Reed. Uh, who was it? Danny, Danny Oxon was uh, Billy Bonds' one. Sads was just getting in. I forgot about that. Even like Sads come over from Ireland <laughs> and played my team. Well, fucking hell, sorry, Sads. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just mad, mate. When you look back, it's just fucking players. Unreal. What work like was there? Mm. So, yeah. Billy, so Billy Bob, so sorry, Billy Bonds was obviously before, wasn't he? He was before Ryan Yes. Omega. And that's what I mean. Billy Bonds, he, he was good. I like Bill. I know a lot of Millwall fans would be like, oh, hey, leave that. Like, it's West Ham. I understand that. I understand that. But he worked, he was a good bloke, as I say, as that, and Patsy Holland as well. They were good blokes in that way. Listen, the older pros might say a little bit different, but he was good. And um, he, he was a fucking nutcase, mate. He was like 51, mate. And he, he would take all the, he'd do all the running with you. And like, take, like, he'd just randomly just come in, like, after like, we'd be training with the youth team, and he'd just come over and go, hey, come on, boys, we're going for a run through the woods. And he'd just be leading it. And like, he was just, uh, you know what I mean? With him, I know he signed a few players as well, like, you know, West Ham connections and yeah. things like that really light but yeah he was alright but under him a lot of the boys got, got involved you know what I mean got involved in like um, I'm sure you told me once did you tell me a story years ago so if you did we can recap because obviously they're, they're like four or five years old in them videos did you say like he just if two players are having a ruck he just go right stop uh, you two straight yeah, up yeah. I tell you it was, it was blinding mate it was blinding like as I say you could, like, going back then I'm just thinking about like, like my like career with, with them but with that like there was some, he would like put on some mad sessions, like he would wind you up. Like if you knew like you got a call, like, like as you come out of training ground, pros are over there, like um, you team over there, that's it. And he used to put like a session, I always remember it, like um, you had to mark one player. So like, I'll just mark you the whole thing. And it'd be like 11 v 11. But you couldn't tackle like, like Reedy or Ice. You had to tackle like your player. So if he got the yeah. ball, the way over the other side, you left him, you got the ball. Like, he began mad. I remember, like, <laughs> getting wound up. And um, Ricky Newman and Kim Grant, they used to come in together. They were at, like, Guildford all the shot that way. And they were, like, best mate. But I've got to admit, Newman, mate, he used to fucking moan if you give the ball away. He'd give the ball away. And he wouldn't, like, you think, fucking oh, he can talk, yeah, I was going to say. Well, like, looking at him like that, fucking hell, bully. And I was like, you know, like, that's when you freeze or you don't freeze. and then Or you give it back to him. You're like, shut up, you fucking old prick. Like, you know, like, <laughs> give it to him. <laughs> and, um, but he... He was dead, and be fair to Granty. Granty could have the laziest days. He could finish like, like goal scoring. People might even say that, like when he played for me, all like mm. he could goals, but he'd be lazy. But if you had him on your side and you were doing a keep ball, and he wouldn't give monkeys, mate. You know, like that. And I remember one day he was having, he was just having a beast. And Newman was like, 
like, Granny, you're going to liven up. You've got to liven up. And he was like, and he, he gave the ball away. Fucking hell, Granny, fucking hell. You know, Granny just turned around to him and went, listen, you fucking say one more thing. He said, you're getting it. Yeah. And he went, yeah. And it just literally, like, just had it like a full on straightener, like there. And I remember Bill just going, like, don't, don't touch him. Don't touch him. Like, you know, like, let the Let him get on with it. Oh, Granny, give it to him. And like, <laughs> Vice versa, like, go on, Norman, give And, like, boys just got puffed out, mate, in seconds, like. And, like, I mean, there's no football player I can have a round, mate. Listen. <laughs> and, <laughs> million and all that. And there was like, he's not going to come in and, like, pull him apart and give him kisses and cuddles. And um, next thing, um, yeah, Bill was just, like, edging it on. And in the end, he did, like, as soon as it finished, he went shake his hand and just threw the ball back in, mate. Carry on. And then they got in a car and drove home together and all. <laughs> that's an eventful journey. Get in the car, like, and just drive home with each other. And, but, yeah, Bill, in that way... It was like that. And as I say, things I've done, like, I was a bit, like, crazy. I think I told you when, like, I didn't never knew Gary Alexander was Millwall because he played for West Ham, the horrible side. And, uh, and and I think I told you when one of the last ones um, I've done with you is when I had the fight on the pitch. And I, we were playing West Ham at uh, Chad Weef. And they, they had, like, a proper firm over there, West Ham, watching the game. Like, mate, it was proper. It was proper good. Like, and at the time, they were flying. They had, they had a very good youth team. And I think there must have been easily 100 people more. It might have been more because it was all fenced off. And it was a bit of a needle. They were 2 new up. And I think Gary scored as it goes. And um, I remember Paul Allen's nephew played. And he, he wasn't a bad player. And I just, mate, I just didn't like him from day one. You know, like when you play against him, he was chirpy and all that. But I played left back. He played centre midfield. So you'd have to swap over to go and get him. You know, so you've got to go left back for a minute, mate, because you've got to put him right. But I remember he just, um, he booted me in my back. And like, as I went in for a tackle and just me and Gary went in and I just, I, took, I just took everything and just like, <laughs> just volleyed me right in my back. But he ran off. And as I was getting up, as I said, I felt sorry with Gary. And I was like, I just nutted Gary. Like, and I always remember that. Like, I just went bang and nutted him. And I got bloody fucking sent off. And then straight away, we ended up getting a two-all draw. So it was a good sending off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he got sent off for kicking me as well because the ref did see it. And it just a mass brawl just to start And then, I remember going back and Bill was the manager at the time and Patsy. And so we got to go back to the ground. We had a home game. So I've gone back to the ground and um, the boy, um, boys had gone out to do their warm-up. And I've just heard Mick Flanagan. He, he's another one as well. I'll talk about him in a minute, Mick. Um, he went to me straight away like, you've got to go in and see Bill and Patsy. I was like, oh, no. So I've gone walking in. And he's sitting there at a desk. He's a big geezer as well. So he's just staring at me like, Ugh. Do today? Oh, and oh, here we go. I said, oh, Bill, like, I said, I called Gaffer, Gaffer. I said, look, um, yeah, I said, I had, I said, I got sent off. He went, I know that. What did you do? I just said, oh, I said, Keith, like, like a little kid, he kicked me in the back. And um, I got up and I uh, just started it. Like that. And it was just, and I just, yeah, and he just was like, ah. he went, oh, you can't be doing that. That's like uncalled for, especially like head button and things like that. You get banned and all that. So anyway. And anyway, as I walked out the door, he went, Oi, Wooly, he come back and he went, Yeah. He said, Did you get him? And I said, He went, Yeah, no, what he's worth for him. He went, Did you hurt him? <laughs> I saw him lines like, Did you get him good? Like, no, I just popped me about and went, Yeah, yes, Gaffer. He went, Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was mental, mate. I was like, I was thinking, oh, I thought I was going to get like fined or something like that. And, um, and he, he was good, but yeah, a few things I've done like in the youth team. I remember telling like Rita the cook to fuck off when she was like doing me head in one day. She was going on 
so and I went fuck off right <laughs> like, yeah, got called back into the bill as well he said Ron you can't be swearing at women I'm fucking having a moan up at me about cleaning the pots every two minutes so I'm like <laughs> many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All the time, Rita as well. This is a good one. Like Ron, uh, Bertie stayed with them, with Rita and Ron. Uh, the, well, she was the cook and Ron was the groundsman, the training grand. And um, like I said in YTS days, you had to do like the chores and I was in the she always used to ask me, I want Ronnie, I want that bully, the ginger one. <laughs> fucking hell, Rate, man. I had great hands. That's why I've still got nice hands now. I like that. Fucking they, they were, fair, were they fairy soft? Oh, fairy stuff. Yeah, give me a Ronnie. I want him again. It's terrible. Yeah, I think he, tried, he swapped over every six weeks to go do different jobs, like clean the boots, do the changing rooms. But yeah, she was good as gold. But I remember telling her to fuck off, mate. It was hilarious. She ran straight up to Bill. He's pretty rude. He's swearing at me. <laughs> Upstairs again, mate. I got upstairs and she thingy. And he said, What'd you say? Like, I told her to fuck off, Bill. Bill Gaffer, like, and he's just sitting there just shaking his head, just like that. You know what I mean? But he was um he was mad though, because he used to come watch our U team games and um before the first team games in the morning. Mm. And he would like that, he would just he would just blatantly tell you, like, like I was playing left back and he so he got he'd just pull me to the side and go, like, see that winger. He said, When you get a chance, smash him early doors smashing like and I'd be like that oh well he's told me to do it I just, just fly through someone man and like <laughs> on the sideline like that we were and loving it like, I need to be like that I'd be like that fucking hell like, he did it that was probably in them days that was his game wasn't it when yeah he, love the physical side of things he was just like ironing people out and things but he um, he was great you had Rhino and Macca then after that yeah. did you really play in the first team under him not so much so you really established yeah. yourself under yeah. McGee yeah we were thinking what was it was in that white kit and it was lovely, wasn't it? Pure white, I was mad. Like, fucking hell, whoever was my sorts were in trouble, mate, because I'm fucking always on my ass. Oh, so, no. But he, um, yeah, with that, they, um, I played under them a few games. A few games. I remember um, that Easter bank holiday. It was absolutely roasted. It was just two crazy weathers, but it shows you south and north. 
we played Gillingham at home and drew three all. And um, then we went up to Burnley and we lost 4-1. It was just yeah. a it was pissing down the rain, freezing cold. And it was just, just a couple of days apart and going up north. Yeah. I remember just a bank holiday weekend. It was just crazy. But I remember, fucking hell, I think we was 3-1 up against um, Gillingham and we ended up drawing three. I remember Essen Tyler scored a great goal. It's fucking bouncing off the bar about a hundred times before it went in. <laughs> that was the sort of start that the foundation is there, the team that will go on to have success yeah. when they under, under McGee. Well, you've got to give a bit of credit. That's what I always turn yeah. to say. You've got to give a credit to the likes of Billy Bonds and Patsy Ollum, mm. the likes of Stephen Reid. I think he's made his debut. Uh, Bertie was playing in the first team then regularly. Um, Timmy, Ives. Sads, I think he was, but he had a few injury, like, fucking issues at the time but yeah th- th- them boys and then Rhino and Mako well, credit to them as well and even to Bob Pearson in that way if he was pushing for the youngsters because mm. I say listen mate some people don't want to play kids no of course you know what I mean they don't want to play them because they, can they trust them but then can you trust the fucking I think the administration third? I think the administration helped I believe that then they had Ray Hartford with them God rest his soul Ray was good I like Ray I liked him a lot um in a way of just with recessions and when you go on in your career and you see what, well, Giza won a premiership. Ain't many people say that, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, title as a, a coach and a manager with Kenny, you like Doug Leach and you think like, he was good, but that, I don't, at the time, I don't think they wanted Ray, I think Ray come in like two days a week. And really right. they should Ray be involved and take the training because Mark McGee used to let Ray do the training and Steve Grit at the time. And you could see what, let him loose with the boys. And see what he could do. Well, you maybe, felt you felt Rhino and Macca holding back a bit. Yeah, because I think he only come in like Thursday, Fridays, really. And I was thinking, fucking hell, like he just won a premiership and he was young then, he ain't old. Do you think old. that was a money thing or you think that was protected and they didn't want him too close to it? Well, it sounds a bit young and like naive. You don't really look at that like that. Maybe the yeah, older lads are different, but at that time, but what I'm only thinking now, like when I'm a bit older. But older, me personally, I think to have someone with his knowledge and he's as a as a fucking coach, you know what I mean? And what he's gone and done. Mm. Really take the reins and you just, but with him. But maybe they had that in their way that they wanted to do it their way. So, and it, it backfired in a way because they got sacked. Mm. That's the same. And uh, I love Ryan. I ain't going to lie. Hopefully get the boys behind it now. Do you remember, would you remember of them getting sacked? I remember that, I'm sure it was Brentford. They took a lot of stick walking down to that tunnel. Yeah. It's like a little bit over there. And, and I thought that was a bit, for me, what Rhino give the club and the fans and what he give himself, and I see him trying to rebuild himself after he had the, he'd done his knee and he wanted to get back and play. And uh, you could see that in someone that he wanted to like, have, like play for Millwall Football Club and, and they turned on him. You yeah. know what I mean? Waiting. Just for me as a young boy, just being, I felt subbed that day and I just see it. And, like He got a lot of abuse. Not just him, the team as well. We probably deserved it. We were... I say we, yeah, we weren't performing how we should we. Because how can Mark McGee come in and then we just go, Shh. and it was yeah. really maybe two or three players he brought in, go like and don't look back then for two or three seasons. Yeah, exactly. So, so, some of the boys that have been on as well, I don't know if you've seen them, they've been so so complimentary of McGee. Oh, you, listen, I'm going to cane him in a minute anyway. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, got rid of me. No, I've only dealt with him, but. It was, I don't know, different parts of it with that. But no, with, with McGee, yeah. And and, it, and I think, I don't know, I did, I did watch a bit of, I was still working. You boys were fucking all sitting there furloughed up, mate, getting on the piss, watching all these things. And the boys, yeah, two o'clock in the morning, someone's texting me. 
oh, this is quality. I'm watching fucking reading and watching IFs. Of two o'clock in the morning, I could go to work in the morning. Oh, what's that on your? You got a group chat from the two from the championship winning side, didn't you? Still, yeah, yeah, the boys, yeah, they're, they're great. Did he did he say about that taking over the, the boys, Mark McGee? You know, when he took over from Rhino and Macca, did he say anything like that? Like, yeah, saying, he, he was very, um, he inherited a decent squad, I think. Yeah, well, he, did, he did inherit a very squad. good squad, but yeah. he, he did manage to take it to that next level. You know, obviously, a lot of yeah. players also credited Ray Arthur playing a big part of that. Ah, oh, as I say, uh, you know, it's crazy. And it was only when Ray got ill, you realise, and that's no disrespect what the people Mark McGee brought in, by the way, before like anyone starts jumping on that and going, fucking hell, well, no, no, good coach. But it was like Ray just had a, is it an aura around him, like to be calm. Especially when I got in the team under him, like he would talk to you and things like that. As he said, everything went through fullbacks when he played in his team. He hated centre-ass. I remember Darren Ward at the time, um, Daishi, and um, Nevers, like Skip, they never, they never, if we'd done a like um, attacking session, session, they just stood still. Just stood you know, there. They just stood there, really, in a way. Like it went through fullbacks to wingers to midfield. They never, like nowadays, football, fuck me, you never play at the back now, like that. It's weird. Like never's getting the ball. And they literally, Ed and kicked it and yeah. talked, get us up, then let's go. And like the lot went through Matty, went through me, Robbie, and, and that, that, that was it. Whoever, and it was mad, but. Yeah, and I think that's what Mark McGee he inherited what a good side with a fantastic assistant manager there and a hungry, what at the time uh, was it Stevie Grip. Yeah. And I, thought, oh, I got done for that as well. With that, with Sam being naughty in the youth team, Gritty was our reserve team manager. I fucked him off as well. Proper in front of all the pros. Yeah, proper. Give it to him. And he was like, you little ginger prick. Shut up. I'll do you in a minute. Like that proper, mate. I got fined there and everything. Oh, like, Mama, shit. Yeah. Mum and dad had to come up. I was causing murder. Rhino, mate. Yeah, I'll tell you another story here. Yeah. yeah, I was causing murders, mate, at the training ground. Like, just, it, like I remember I snapped Paul Eiffel, put him out for three, I think about a month, even even more. And I, I mate, I, my head just used to go, mate. And I just fucking, he was just running past me. I just fucking flew into him about waist height. And I ain't like now trying to act like an hard man. Really, it's terrible. Because yeah. my mum, well, and fucking, I just, yeah, just, something weren't going right. I just fucking just lashed out. And I, Idiot, really. And I admit it, like, with that. But I was just doing mad stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It might be growing up. I was just fucking yeah. mad. Pitch and things like that and getting sent off. And it wasn't good, mate. You know, in that way. Look at him now. I lucky fucking didn't get sacked or something. You know, yeah. like... And then, like I said, then about two weeks later, <laughs> poor old... It's always revival. But before that, um, I had to... We'd done a one-on-one session, be fair. I have to rip you a fucking new one if you didn't, like, like try. You know what I mean? And yeah, then, yeah. Like, shit and all that off you you think you've got him one way and then you just get a big toe on it and you go past you I just I was just having a stinker against him mate and he was just tearing me up and fucking Gritty was like are you going to fucking tackle him or what you think you can fucking tackle him I can't get near him he's just fucking like taking me to the cleaners (laughs) and I just always remember it and I just turned around I just went look will you do me a favour and just fucking like fuck off and he was like what I said yeah I said you fucking talk I'll do you in a minute like, <laughs> just, just lost me in gritty, just fucking like Dave Savage was there and they were all laughing at gritty. You've got to have that gritty, you're gonna have that off the <laughs> like, and all swearing like that. Really like, went, yeah, you're gonna have that off him. And I was like, oh mate. And yeah, I got sent home. My mum and dad had to come up. Rhino was going mad at me, mate. Mad at me. And then I got injured <laughs> and I was laughing at Jerry, the physio, like he was telling me, do like I was always talking in the training, changing ground, like in changing room, like. Oh, sorry, I was supposed to be doing a rower. 
And I, I started just talking away to people. <laughs> Jerry's like, are you going to fucking do this rowing? Or what? <laughs> and he was a lunatic as well, by the way. He was, I, I can't do his accent, but he, he was a fucking lunatic. And you know, with him, you don't know if he was, he had like one side, if he was joking or not, he didn't know. So I was going, I'll leave it out, Joe. I'll knock that out in a minute. Don't worry about that. And he was like, knock it out in a minute. He said, I'll fucking knock you out if you don't fucking get on there. Like, I was like, okay, no, I don't get your knickers in a twist and all that, giving it to him. And I, but I thought he was having a bit of banter. He weren't, he was deadly serious. And I could see him like fucking like shaking. When he, like, so he went and told Rhino, like, Rhino, come down. He said, what the fuck? He said, listen, he goes, you're fucking wrecking at the minute. He said, you're injured. And he goes, then you fucking, he goes, then off me, 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 me bloody assistant. Like Stevie Grit, and then he goes, then you're like, you're snapping poor iPhone off. You're going, fucking like, pissing off Rita while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> clean the pots and pans. <laughs> yeah. I was getting like that, I and mean, yeah. And then I think like, remember like Macca like pulled me to the side as well, and I just had a little sit down talk with me and said like, you got to start behaving in that way. And I did. I think the penny dropped in that way because mm. like, especially it was what I'd done to IFS at the time could have like ruined his career, mm. and he was for a long while. I think he was like, well, weeks along in football. And yeah, so just crazy. But yeah, going back to Mark McGee's. Um, well, I suppose that's the same with McGee. So when you got to sort of an ease, ease managing, do you think you calmed down a bit or do you think there was people who were equally, equally as mad as you, like Denzel, oh, like yeah. Birchie in the squad? Oh, to be off you a bit. You know what? Birch was funny, mate. You know, like, because I come in when he was in the U team and like, it was mad. It was not like how it was when certain players went to that training ground. That training ground, like, I remember we had a big bar in it. You used to get your kit behind the bar and a Stella if you wanted one. Like, it was just crazy. What, <laughs> yeah, Kelmont? What's that? But Kelmont Road? Yeah, it, when that was, um, when I first went there, that, um, where it, it was, it was, they had the changing rooms, but it had a bar where the physio room was and all that. It was a bar going across there. Yeah. And it went right, And um, I remember that, going in there and getting your, your training kit behind a bar. And it's yeah. still like, like that, I mean, that was that was different. And then that that summer, they knocked it all through, and then had the kitchen built, and it and it become like our thought at the time as a football club. No, it was not like at Fulham when you lose your ball and you can't play no more. He <laughs> 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 um, uh, uh, he said that as well. Like Stevie Carriage, when um said to me like late on in my career, and I listened to him a few times, and fucking I wish I never knew. But he, <laughs> <laughs> like there's worse places than this. It was yeah. just brought up as a, a random, but that's the thing that stayed in my head. Um, it's like, there's worse places than this. I don't know what the conversations were about, but it stayed in my head. Then I realised that when I signed for Grimsby, it was like, there is worse places and the name of, I forget Grimsby fans probably hammering me now, but nah, it was Grim up there. It was Grim and <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, you saying about like Bertie then? No, nah, Bertie, like, you know, like, Bertie was like wild. Like, he was always organising stuff, even like, I was young, you know what I mean? I'm looking up at him and like Phil O'Neill was there at the time. Uh, I said, Stevie Harris, like the, these boys were like on the fringe of playing football, playing first team football. And um, they were all like, versus organised. I think, who's this geezer, man? Like, he's like, he's proper chirpy, like. And I think he's got to be out of like South London, like East London, somewhere like that. And the next thing you know, like I asked him, so where do you live? He goes to me, I live in Hemel. I was like, what the fuck, where's Hemel? <laughs> I'm thinking, no, he's a farmer, mate. Where's he got like this? Because he was bubbly, che like che cheeky chappy. And he's like, we're going here, we're going there, we're going out West End, do this, do that. I was like, like he's got to be a little bit of a boy, like. And the next one, he said, Himmel. I was like to go home and ask me, oh man, where's Himmel? Like, he's fucking sweet basher. No. <laughs> but he was great. He was. Uh, Birch is good. He was good. And in, in that, 
when Bertie left, well, I don't think like we ever like replaced him as like I don't, we sometimes you can't replace people with the banter and like the dressing room side mm. of it. Mm. But, but again, could you turn down going to play for your team what you supported? But you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and he did get offered a deal, I think, but. But it's, it's history, isn't it, man? Like, fucking his yeah. life. You mentioned a player there. You mentioned um, Steve Claridge. Mm. He was a character, wasn't he? Oh, he was a great Cladger, mate. He's like, it's like, he's like Marmite. You like him or you don't, you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, he just, you know what, with him? Nothing phased him. Like, boys used to hammer him. I remember, like, like Daishi and people like that, kind of, they're the older pro, like, they'd be like, look at you, man. You're fucking like an old man, like, and you're like, you're like, you're like, like putting a bins out. And things like, like Kane and his club and everything. <laughs> and he just took it. He didn't care. He didn't care. He just was set in his ways and that's how it was. Were he living out of his um, car like, at one point and all? What's that? Were he living out of his motor or something like that? Oh, mate, I told you when I moved his motor one day, didn't I? He always what? used to be like, him. you'd always see the motor pulled up at, near the McDonald's and the, the Coles, the fixed Coles. And um, you knew like, oh, Cladger's in today. Because sometimes he might not come in here train on his own. And it, it, BMW used to be part there, yeah, mate. And you'd see him running back and forth getting a coffee for McDonald's and he'd be in the corals like at 10 o'clock. <laughs> and um, he, he always used to come in and park his car. Well, not five times a week, mate. He'd definitely pull across the gate. He would he'd just park the motor in and leave it sitting there because he'd be the first one back out straight down the bookies. You know what I mean? Like, so he didn't care. He didn't want to block him. And I remember moving his car one night to get out early and he fucking. Yeah, he just had like loads of clothes. I told you he had a skinny pair of pants just sitting on the gear knob, mate. Like, like, <laughs> like, like that, yeah. They were Calvin's, but I couldn't be true, mate. They were fucking all white, but they were brown. And like that. But he just, yeah, he just, mate, he was just unreal. He was unreal. We had a career, and even as well, Dave Tuttle was another one, mate. They were just characters. Have you seen the, um, it, it was it, I think it was Stephen Reid called it the Purple Passion Wagon, the uh, oh, Tuttle's motor. Hmm. I bought him a sign, Passion Wagon. You know, like that, I was like fucking down at uh, the South End or somewhere like that and had them swinging on the old fucking thing. I goes, well, I have one of them for tuts. He was like, <laughs> when you think of it now, mate, that's a naughty motor. Escort, were it? Escort Estate. I remember Surely, the Escort Estates. Fuck me, yeah, they're old school. Yeah, he invented dogging, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of it, he's got one of naughty masks on, mate, and he's up at Epping Forest, just banging it out down there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Daishi. Could you, could you see him going on to oh, be the manager? You know, what? you know what? I met Daishi later on when he was playing for um, um, Northampton. And I was talking to him just briefly because, believe it or not, it must be a ginger thing, mate. We can talk and he can have a nap. Spent a lot of time with Daishi, so I injured a lot. <laughs> and he was injured a lot as well. And um, funny geezer, man. You know what? I don't, people go, I don't big him up too much. He's always getting bigged up in the papers what you read and stuff like that. But no, as a player... We just talk about like as a player, you know, like did I see him becoming a manager? Uh, yes, because <laughs> he had that way of being a leadership mm. on the pitch, off the pitch, and so yeah, probably could see him being it with that, and um, it's proved it. <laughs> it's proved what you know. What it. I went and did saying that talking to Dice, I forgot I even did it when I worked for Sky. When did you know the drill up at Burnley? And mate, he didn't shut up the whole time. He was fucking just, oh, but, but just digging everyone out. The goalkeeper, the fucking geezer, the cameraman. Oh, I was like, I was in the background, so he didn't fucking have a, have a pop at me. Oh, mate, he's um, he's well, you know, through um, your mate was on um, Soccer AM. I won't name him, 
<laughs> but, um, I actually friends with uh, one of the blokes off there. I think it's Venners. Him and Venners are really good mates. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And um, they were at our training ground a few times. Remember when a Tony done, <laughs> Scass done the geezer with a, what's it, Kill Klein, didn't it? Done the arm wrestling. Remember they used to do that years ago? Kill Klein used to go around. Big, Coventry. Yeah, Brian Kill Klein, killer, the killer Kill Klein. And, and, uh, and Scouse done him in an arm wrestling, like, well, didn't did he? do it. Just ripped Tony's chicken wing off, mate. It was like that. It just ripped his arm off. He went, go, and he went, bang. I was looking at that, like, I was giving him, oh, mate, he's got polo arms, mate. He ain't no. But yeah, it, it, I thought, out of all of them, I thought, yeah, Scouse would have had a chance to do him. But he just absolutely tore Tony's arm off, mate. Oh, we done Tone. I thought you said Tone done him. No, no. He just literally, three, two, one, bang, his arm was down, mate. And don't learn, oh, witnesses were there. And then I think they had a little, little, little shake. Bang. Good night. He, he, he looked bigger then than he did when he played that kill client. He was massive. Big old lump, was, mate. Yeah. Big old, big, tash, big mullet, didn't he? Played with yeah. Coventry in Newcastle, didn't he, that? Yeah, I remember. That's it, Newcastle. But, yeah, with Dicey um, was friends with them and they come down a few times. But, um, yeah, as a, as a player, yeah, he just didn't shut up. And the worst thing, I remember we was injured. <laughs> I was injured with him quite a bit. I think he'd done his back. He did have a bad back. He was, he was fucked for a while. And um, Jerry used to, you'd hear him coming in. You know what I mean? He'd be coming through from when the kit room is and he'd be like, you have to be in for nine o'clock if you're injured. And you'd, you'd hear him talking as soon as he got out of the motor. And then Jerry would just be shaking his head thinking, I've got another bad geezer, man. You don't shut up. Be in there more chaps, right? As the ice, and then he'd just be away. But, um, he, he was a character. He'd done, um, when he was injured, right, he was, everyone who walked in, because he had the treatment room in the mornings, and he used to like, have, like I don't know, a fetish about people with big heads. I think Bertie told the story about measuring Darren Wall's head. But no. he used, young lads would come in and get weighed in the youth thing, and they had a few boys there. And then if I played with them, so I can't, like, I remember them a little bit, but they had a couple, like, well, his favourite words were like, oh, and, now, look at the napper on him. Look at the napper on him. He's got a big napper. And, like, a sniper's dream. Oh, mate, he was just, he's going, look at the size of his head, like, and, and he said, we had a boy there, uh, Darren Deegan, he did have a big head, mate, he had no neck, his neck was just, his head pushed his neck in, poor little fella, like, he probably was six foot, but his neck was tucked in, like, his head was just, and he's going, God, he's got a big head, like, and he's going, look at the nap on him, and Basher Alimi, Basher Alimi, all right, mate, I'm telling you now, this kid, all right, if he played in today's football, he'd be like, oh, was it Florodino, whatever his name is, who plays for Man City, Sits in front of the back four, just pops it sideways, gives it no pace, but just lovely left foot. Sounds but, like Ryan Woods. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> this time at Mill, mate, it weren't none of that, mate. It was turn them and let's have a go at them. And yeah. like that. It was at the wrong club at the right, wrong time and or the wrong time in, in life. You're mentioning all these players. Just before I forget to ask you, the Moses Ashkido, was you there the uh, day, Ben McCammon? Was you there that day? Oh, uh, mate, I come back, didn't I? I was alone at Brentford. And I had a severe bone bruise on my foot. And um, he fucking, mate, was a lunatic. The kid, no, but I've got to give him his due, all right? He had so much arsehole, all right? Because he would pick on the biggest blokes <laughs> in the club. He wouldn't just pick on like little geezer like me. He'd go like Scars at him, Willie Garrett at him, and Mark McCammon. They're the three biggest geezers we've got. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Well, two of them three. If one ain't, believe it or not, both of them bashed him, all right? Like, I think Scass, he threw a weight at Tony. He really? threw a, a proper weight, right? What, what, so what was it? Did he have issues with what they were saying or was he just too uh, mouthy and they give it to him? What, what yeah, it, it's like that. If you were, he was a young kid, all right, coming through, had a good, good, very good talent and 
listen, mate, you're crazy to he threw it away in that way. You know what I mean? Because he could have gone on. I know he was a professional football player, but the levels that he was they were talking about with him was fighting. You're in the first team, mate. You got you got to take a bit of stick. Take stick nowadays, mate. I got to say stick off the boys last night. <laughs> but if you think of it, getting like ripped, like your little like in other words, a little prick coming over here, think you can like do it, and like 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 shooting session. Like Tony would save it and give it to him. Look, you're going to have a shot on all that, but he couldn't take it. That's the thing. I don't think he could take the banter in that way. And um, that's why, like with 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 the incidents with Tony, I, I think something happened like in the gym, and mate, a big fella lost it, mate. And I was like, wow, he's like tearing down the walls to get to. Who Denzel was? Yeah, he was still giving it back though. I was thinking, mate, he's going to tear you apart. Don't don't even go near him. Like he grounded the neck, his neck was out, mate, the veins and everything. I was like, whoa. I said, whoa, don't hold him back because you're caught one, you know what I mean? And, yeah. But then the same the reserve game, I said it in my moments, one of the maddest moments. If like, I think he threw a, dr- a can of drink at, at Willie or spat in his face with a drink. He just fucking, mate. And I told you, um, Colin stabbed Willie with the, with the scissors because he's trying to get him off him. Willie oh, so, yeah, so, Moses, so Moses threw a drink or spat at Willie. Willie's gone for him. Willie I'm Gray. Cutting the strapping off. He's cutting the strapping off after the game. And we've all just tried to... No, there was no one holding back Willie Garret, mate. He was was just, he big, uh, Willie Garret, then? Wide, mate. He was wide. Oh, because um, he always just wear jogging bottoms. He didn't look that tall in goal, but he looked like quite wide, sloppy, yeah. He was wide. He was wide. And he just, mate, he just went back to the... Oof. Uh, angriness, mate, and I'll just tell you, he lost it. And the first time I've seen Willie get the umpire, if you weren't like, you weren't wanting like rip your let, like, head off or something like that. And he just went for him. And Colin just went to try to, we, try to just grab hold of him and he's just gone. And um, yeah, he thingy. So like, the, two, the physio's got a pair of scissors in his hands. He stabbed Willie in the arse. Willie in the arse. He stabbed Willie in the arse. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Oh, no. Well, if they cut that bit out. I'll see Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth uh, Kevin Branagh, sorry. He um he popped Moses clean that in the training session. What? Yeah, just mate, he could fight as well, Branagh. Good boxer, you know. Really? We went under Wisey and he was just he was just tuning everyone up, mate. He was like, we went down um Thomas and Beckett with um was it that one? I think it was down the old Kent Road. I'm sure it was that one with Wisey when Wisey was manager. He went down there and um like he just got picked out like but it didn't really like put you with a big one because you get ironed out. Like, but he he got in with everyone, mate, and he he could box. He was tuning a few a few of the big lumps up, mate. Was he really? He went bad, but I will tell you what, he popped Moses away one day, mate. I swear to God, I give me Jumo, he got straight back up and wanted it, and I mean flush bang like, on there, mate, gone over, crash, laid out. What during training? During training, mate, and I swear he was like Tyson Fury, the geezer, mate. He just bounced straight back up. <laughs> I've ever seen. I was like, oh, wow. I think I'm never going to tell Braniff track back again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it politely. I was thinking, no, oh, I was like, wow. He proper clumped him, mate. And I swear, bosh. Flop. Yeah. And he hit the penny, mate, and just bounced straight back up. He landed and he just bounced back up and he go, oh, come on. Oh. I was like, mate, he's just put you away for about fucking 30 seconds. Stay down. Jelly legs. Jelly legs. Get him back up. But he did. He used to just... Yeah, and when the Mark McCammon one, mate, I, I just come back and I ain't, I wasn't there when it just that. I come back and it was just a mayhem. Going back to Dyche, listen to this, all right? He he, would, he he end up like thingy with them kids, you know, like the boys in the youth team. You get nicked nowadays if you've done this. Like your parents be like calling up saying, "Why is my kid laying on a weighing scale and weighing their heads?" I swear he had a weighing scale out and he weighed, weighed 
Basharalimi's nut and Darren Deegan's. Jeremy's <laughs> going like, like mad. Like, this guy's on a wind-up. He's injured and he's got like, he's bringing people in here to try and weigh their heads. Because he's got... <laughs> and me, me, <laughs> on the away game, coming back to marry, uh, measure Darren, Darren Wall's head. He had a nugget as well, Waldy. Yeah. You know, a, a, a young, scared youth team player. I can imagine them. But but Darren Wall, first team player. I can't imagine he's too happy or he's going, fuck off, get off me or something. Like, no, he stood there, straight back, Wardy. Straight. He's my roomie, mate. He was the funniest roomie in the world. Who, Darren Wall? You know, this is a mad thing, all right? You know, like, it was crazy, like, all the room, like, people that, like, Matty coming with ice. Like drove him from Brighton, yeah. But he would go with Scass. Like um, Eiffel would go with Scass. Uh, Matty, who did Matty go with? I think he went with Chopper. I'm sure he went with Chopper. I used to come in with Livers a lot because being like he was Tottenham, I was happening. Um, but I used to go with Wardy and Livers Rooming. would go. Yeah, like Rooming. Yeah, it's mad. Like Harry, <laughs> like people were close and like because Ives and Timmy were close and things like that. But they been room know, together. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine you and I can imagine you with like a can of Coke, a bag of crisps. Ah, I was a fucking good pro in them days, man. I never used to eat or drink. I was good. Oh, really? Oh. And I can imagine him being a clean freak, Darren Ward, in the room. Oh, he was. He was. He, think he, he used to feed me seeds that night. Like I was a fucking bird or something. He used to, mate, he used to come with a bag for life. He, bought the, he was the first guy to have a bag for life. And he just had all the supplements in it. Really? Yeah. I'm pulling out fucking Ben and Jerry's ice cream and he's fucking... He's <laughs> <laughs> thinking, mate, he fucking... Yeah, Darren, Wall, Darren Wall would have come later. Let's talk about winning the league. That part of... Oh, yeah. Mate, yeah, do you know what? As well, you, you was a good left-back, but you did have some stiff competition, didn't you? I think Jamie Stewart was on the way out by that point, but obviously Robbie... Yeah, but, uh, listen, I've never... Believe it or not, like when you speak to Rob and he says, like, I just wanted to play and things like that, like, you've got to look up... I looked up to Robbie as a, as a, as a left-back, as a defender. Say so like going forward, you know, like that. We'd never play in today's game, mate. We'd have to look to find another position. <laughs> Fucking bomb on there, mate. You never. Nah, no, nice no, change, did it? Yeah, and like that. So as I was coming through, I was like, mate, I've got to admit, I ain't gonna lie. Here. I've probably injured a lot when I look at my whole career, but I was injured a, a lot of times. I went through a stage at Mill, like a growing thing. I kept getting like really bad hamstrings, like, but I weren't pulling them. I went to see a specialist there. They took me to. But it was like, it was mental. I don't know, something doing my back was just fucking playing. I kept, it felt like I kept pulling me everything, but I wasn't not tearing anything. And it, I'd come back, I'd play. Um, and you you know what I mean? You think like fucking, I'd get, get a run of games like in the reserves or something like that, be run or sub. And then coming Monday, my hamstring would be hanging off. I'd be like, fuck you know, here we go again. Mm. So that was frustrating. Even like the year I broke my ankle, that was horrible. Like being out for that long. Like whole new, someone told me six weeks, six months, I'm still standing around my ankle on my own, thinking, how the fuck am I going to like ever play again? Mm. And I got back from that. But yeah, they, um, they thingy, um, with that, I just, yeah, uh, well, I don't know, we're fucking. I remember you had a blinder at Coventry, I remember that day. Oh, uh, they were, yeah, that was a little bit later on. And I'll tell you what, what, oh, I had a touch, Mark McGee coming, remember the year we won, we won the division, um, one, weren't it? Yeah. yeah, Division yeah. One. I remember that season, I played a few games and that was the year I was really struggling. Jamie was gone then. I like, no, no I, I'm good friends with Jamie. I'm like, fucking, he helped me out a little bit later on in my career. And um, he thingy, 
he was gone and Robbie was the left back if I'm there and I was just playing second fiddle I said I was getting injured and stuff like that Mark McGee was there uh, we had a good good side like the takeover from Rhino and then next thing they kicked on and then that following season they were flying the, the, year, the year we won the league was you or she didn't start was you involved that day at the last game against yes. Oldham um, what was that Oldham oh, home right. we won 5-0 we, we, we oh, won yes, the league yes. Yeah, won the league, yeah, and really scored that belt for me. Was you, then, was you involved that day? Was I involved that day? No, no, I weren't. I was on the, sitting in the stand, scratching my ass. You know what I mean? Like, fucking... But he, um, I remember, I was involved that season, played a few, yeah. but not, and just sat on the bench. And I remember Mark McGee, but I was, he was up, he just pulled me to the side. I remember that we all had to go in the training ground, um, I think it was the next day or something like that. And fucking next thing, he just said to me, went to me, look, Bottom line is, you you've had a season last year. You have played say ten games, six ten games, or some stupidness like that. You've been involved in. He said, and you've been injured most of the. He said, there's a good like, everyone is singing your praises, but you're no good for me if you're fucking injured all the time. Mm. And he was ruthless to me, you know. I've got to admit, it was ruthless like the way he come across. But the penny dropped seriously, mate. The penny drops in that way. I like. He went to me. Look, we're going Germany when we get. When we come back, we've got a pre-season tour. We're going to go to Germany. Um, he said, at the minute, you're not on it. And I was like, what? And I said, fuck, we've just won the league. I was buzzing yesterday. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a lot. But, mate, it was the best thing I think someone said to me. And you know what? Was it right or was it wrong? Or did did he put that fucking there to say, look, go in something? If you understand what I mean. Like, mm. So, literally, mate, I had about two weeks fucking about. I think I was a... I was on 19, 20. I had about two weeks of fucking about, mate. I, I went running. I, I just, my weekends were with my days off. I'm sorry to be busy now, boys will be taking a lot laughing. But I was like, weekends with my days off. But I run Tuesday, Wednesday, fucking Friday. And then swimming and fucking thingy. That was it. That was what I'd done in them days. And I come back, mate, fit as fuck. I swear to God. And I always remember that. It stays in my head, that yeah, pre-season. Yeah. And um, he brought Matt Locke with him. I always remember this, the kid from Orient. He was yeah. scoring all the fucking free. He took everything from him. I think he was fucking, you know what I mean? He was fucking giving tea out to people, you know what I mean, for Orient. He'd done everything. A big fan of Robbie. Robbie was fucking spitting feathers. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Fucking man, love. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Bring him in. Take my place. Fuck off, Rob. We got him, Sam. We got him. How about that? Before, so I say, you, you won the league, you're buzzing. McGee says we're going to fucking Germany. Uh, get fit for that or you're out the fucking door. Or you're not coming to that, basically. But before that, I believe there was an end-of-season trip to celebrate winning the league, wasn't there, somewhere? Oh, yeah, Tenerife, mate. They were, there was the one before it as well. We got, remember, we got beat by Wigan under Rhino, didn't we? Yeah. And um, th- That was crazy, mate. That was mad. I remember I was fucking sub, like, for a shock. I was sub that night and... um. <laughs> It was hilarious. I remember, like, we got beat. Well, not hilarious, fucking hell. But it was hilarious what happened after. It was, um, and this way it, it changes. You, you're crying one minute because you just fucking been not, could have gone, been promoted again. And then next thing you're fucking. Oh, you're talking, you're talking Wigan when we when we lost Wigan. in the playoffs. Yeah, sorry. You can, you can be like fucking, you're crying. The next thing you know, you've got, you got like Scouts going, here's my card, getting fucking Asda's quickly because it shuts at 11. We need some booze on the fucking bus. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing supermarket sweep with Dale Winton running behind me with his Hampton hanging out. And I'm like, that, just slinging everything. In. Slinging everything. I had two trolleys, mate, bosh, like that, just fill them up. 
And um, we got on the bus. And then I remember like the boys like Fitzy was on there. Um, he was just like organising the trip to Tenerife that night. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Remember them days? There was no mobile phones. Like no. as phone as like internet on the phone. Of course. But like he's phoning home getting someone to book it. It's fucking great. He got like chop involved in it. And I remember they had to phone my mum and ask could I go. <laughs> <laughs> my mum pissed up. I said, don't be rude to my mum's up. <laughs> and he's on the phone. Yeah, we're going, okay, Miss Paul, we're going to take money away and all that. I don't even think you remember it. He was that pissed. Next thing you know, he's got his fucking boots on his head and stuff like that. The bus is just been beat. And next thing, Rhino and Mac are like fucking crying in their beers. All the boys are at the back fucking buzzing. Like, yeah, we're going to reef in the morning. We're going to reef in the morning. And, um, we went there. And we had a yeah, we had a good turnout there. That was good, and we lost, but it, it made it better for the next season. Yeah, and won, and we went there, mate. It was a, it was fucking back to Tenerife again. Yeah, well, I heard this, all right, and I'm not having it, all right. But Bertie reckons, all right, fucking Theo said we could go anywhere, and boys chose like chose Tenerife. Yeah, Bertie reckons there was a Vegas fucking sitting on the table. That, yeah, it was great. But I said, there must have been about, I'd say, 18 to 20 of us, even maybe more. Mm. And it was, it was fantastic, great. And it was just the togetherness with the, with the boys. And I say, like, all the, Paul Moody, remember Moods? He was great. I think, you know, like him, he was a beast as well. Yeah, right? fucking unit. We score, like, how many like, players he would have on his back? You know what I mean? People would be jumping on him, like, fucking back eight or ten players, like, hanging on. He's still standing there like that. <laughs> He's funny, mate. He's a character as well. We we come back and maybe that Tenerife trip helped a little bit with team togetherness because we fucking nearly went up again. Oh. We think, we hit the, yeah, the boys hit the fucking ground running. All of us. I think everyone was a big hype. And I always remember that day we beat Norwich, didn't we? 4-0. Yeah. Um, and um, we, were, we were like, we were celebrating. Well, it, I remember just being in the dressing room after. I had a good pre-season that year as well. And... Um, when, or, or that was the year I had the good pre-season we went to Germany was it Germany that one no the year they won yeah it was it was because I remember <laughs> this is funny though we went to Germany and um, fucking the old Millwall fans were up to mischief again and fucking they cancelled the whole thing didn't they out there we were supposed to play Eintracht Frankfurt and there was a big build up to it fucking we didn't play them we ended up playing like fucking third division fucking car sales team fucking it was hilarious <laughs> like fucking hell like on a fucking Friday night and like middle of nowhere and the boys are fucking spitting feathers, you know, like we were standing out in the middle of nowhere. To me, I thought it was like fucking Vegas, leaving Acne to go to fucking Germany. It was like, fuck, hey, <laughs> boys. I loved it. You could see like the older pros were like, what the fuck are we come here for? There's nothing about. Yeah, it was like, go out, obviously, didn't they? Oh, mate, fucking. I remember Moose, he nicked a bottle of wine out of the fucking case or something, and he dropped and smashed, and it was like, that's how. That's how bad it was. There was they had a big wine cellar underneath this fucking house we were staying in, because that's where the treatment room was. And shock, I got injured out there. I'm fucking walking around my groin in my hand as well. But <laughs> but no, they have a good pre-season like with that year. That was the year. Had a good pre-season. As I said, Matty Lock would come out there, and uh, I think we were going to buy him or something. And that's what I was saying. Robbie was having a panic up. And be fair to me and Robbie, we had a a good tussle for the first team that year. And mm. Probably they, he won the league. So that team deserved to start the league. And they, they started really well. Well, we started really well. We won 4 0 and uh, Norwich. And I remember fucking coming back. We played Birmingham the week after at St Andrews and they'd done us 4 0. Or lost 4 0. I remember. I remember that day. And I remember Ray Hartford. It, it, it was 
I remember just coming. I don't think he said much of it. I can remember he probably did, but I remember Ray just standing up and just going to us. Um, See, you think it's fucking easy? You know, you've you've had your fucking, in other words, your pants fucking pulled down. Yeah. And what it's about, you can't be thinking at the den we're going to smash everyone. You know what I mean? I always fancy those at the den, even when we played Birmingham in the fucking the playoff and we got beat. Mm. I never, I, I put everything on. I swear to God, now I put everything I have. We'd have beat them that night when we got beat one nil. Stands on, and I thought I just never thought. I thought we'd done the hard work at St Andrews. Yeah, well, why'd you say that? You get more say. Ray Alford <laughs> said, "Don't think it's easy. We sustained it. I thought we was there yeah. or thereabouts at the end." At St oh. Andrews, you played that. You started that day, didn't you? No, I come on the sub. I had to get Robbie Ryan out. He's a fucking nightmare. You know what? I, I remember you being involved in the celebrations for the goal. Big Dion Dublin. Oh, what, what was he the like, thing, Dion? The playoff. Yes, the playoff. You want about the playoff? I'm on about the one right. where we got. No, after, yeah. fa- fast forwarded. Sorry to the yeah. to the playoffs. So we sustained it for the rest of the season in the playoffs. Oh. Uh, Dion, what was he like, Dion? I was, he was great. You know, you know, with him to have someone like him coming at the time. As I say, not say big enough, Mark McGee and Ray and the club really to bring that sort of player in. Yeah, giving that sort of, bring in his aura and what he what he had and what he was good. I spent a lot of, not say like a lot of time with him, but you know, like when you sit down and have dinner and all that, he would always be talking to you about stuff and he, he wanted you to talk to him. Not it was I'm Dion Dublin and I'll drive every Merc in the world because he's turn up and be Merc, mate. Fucking hell. And um, <laughs> that's where you are if you're playing for Man United and things like that. And um, and Aston Villa. He um, he was good to talk to and I just fire things at him. Like say, ask me what you want. Like in a way of talking football, and um, he was thinking he was good. Like he was saying, like, listen, mate, you get to the Premiership, it's another. It opens another world for you, as in football terms. Not fucking. We still got kids, wife, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And but he was saying it, it just opens you up to different ways, and the club, way the club would move as well. And I think he had that because he, I think the way he looked at some of the, well, the players we had there. There was young, hungry players that wanted to win and do well, and who could probably and go on to the next level. So yeah, I'd say yeah, he was great, mate, to have around. And I, I don't know if I, I might have told you on one of the other ones is when he missed that open goal when the keeper dropped it that night and he put it wide. Mm. Yeah, you're talking in the second leg now, and you're at the back of the dead. Yes, the second leg when he, the, he dropped the fucking the goalie dropped the ball, didn't he? And um. He, he had a left foot at it and he put it wide and fucking he, I remember coming in and you could hear this noise in the dressing room he was going fucking Gary and there was a big um, like physio bed in the middle of the dressing room and no one ever used it because we had the physio room but you would just get on there from do stretching or sit on there and fucking talk to someone you know and um, he just and it was really heavy it took two of you to lift it mate he was just swinging it around like it was a fucking coat or something like that mate he was another man didn't want to touch him, mate. He's never he fuming could... with himself because he missed the chance. Yeah, yes, he missed the chance. And um, I remember him just getting, just thinking it, it was crashing off the walls and everything. He just let let the big man get his anger out, really. But he was good uh, because, again, going back to what I'm saying, a lot of things come through the fullbacks. And um, I remember playing at um, fucking always <laughs> Rotherham away. We drew one all or nil nil. It was a horrible game, mate. It was just the ball was in the air for fucking ninety minutes, and it was literally. Fucking head kick, head kick, head kick, and tackle. And he was just saying to me, I ain't running no fucking channels. Right. I'm just going to stand up here. He said, See this fuck. I remember his name was Swales or something like that, centre R. He said, This, he said, he is fucking going to get this all game. 
He said, just fucking hit me, hit me. He said, after he's had the first one, he said, he'll have the second. He said, he ain't coming no more. And I remember him saying it to me like, he said, don't even fucking look at that channel. You hit me on a diag or dead straight. And he said, but I'll be on the diag. He, he just, he never come out of it. He said, I'll let that old fucker run around Claridge. He said, if you're hitting me, so hit me on a fucking diag. And he goes, oh, he goes, he will not come through. It's a strange, like, forward, it's a great forward combo, but it's a strange forward combo, like, personality-wise as well, Claridge and Dublin, isn't it? Because that's what I mean. We, I've talked to both of them, like, like used to, like, playing, I remember going over the Arsenal to watch them against Cambridge in the FA Cup. It was it Claridge and fucking Dublin, up That's right, yeah. Yeah, but mate, when I mean, look, we go over the Arsenal, and it was FA Cup third round, they got fucking Arsenal. And both of them were up top. I got in the programme, and I was like, fucking hell. And then both of them up front. Like, they, um, pleasure to play with, because you could slap the ball up, like, not being funny, fucking kick a 50-yard ball and it make, you look, make me look good. Mm. All I've done is pop me out fuck as far as I can. And they've been old for you, things like that. And yeah, but he was. It was a credit to the club to get to get him in. someone like that. And I, it, it didn't work, but that was mm. that was like... You said you got, going back a little bit, you said you got the one-year deal. They ripped that up, they gave you a three-year deal. Mm. Did you then, after we failed to go up that season into the Prem. McGee stayed for the rest of, most of the next season, didn't he? But you must have got another contract. So just checked. I'll be honest, he was there till 2004. Didn't think he was there that long. Yeah, I signed another new deal. Um, and this way, this way it all went a bit tits up and I fucked myself up in a way, really, because I could have seen that. The managers what didn't want me there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> As I said, why is he didn't like me for some odd reason? Um, and the thing is, he's a, a family friend, all right? I found out after and things like that. But he just, yeah, he fucking done me nothing, really. He did. I didn't like him. I just got to say, not because he got rid of me. I just didn't like him in that way. Who else was it? Who else? Oh, Tony Craig. I interviewed Tony Craig and Tony Craig went, he just went to me, you ain't going to play under me. That's it. Oh, he came, he came me. I, like, now I tell the truth. Like, now he came me. To, to, Tony Craig, he went to me like that. He said, he's going. It's, it's mad. I know I've jumped on, gone on from there. I got um, loaned out by Mark McGee to Yeovil because I was just sitting around and I was getting the fucking up, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Because I played last year. We won the fucking, or we nearly got promoted. I got player of the year, young player of the year, not player of the year because Tony got it. And um, he got player of the year. I got young player of the year at 21 years of age or whatever. Fucking. Um, then the next year, I'm getting fucking like, another word, see you later. I'm out. Mm. And I, I know because I just I had a massive I had a rare up with Bob Pearson and things as I say it's mad what happened in, I tell that story now as I said I fucking one minute I'm, Mark McGee, <laughs> I'm sitting with Theo this is crazy we're playing I've gone in to play Crystal Palace Reserves alright yeah I get a phone Dave Tuttle phones me up Ron um, just giving you the heads up Yovo put an interest in you I'm like fuck off Tuts what, what was it to do with Tuts he just giving me the answer. He was, I think he was hanging out at Bob. So I think like he was oh. um, like, so he goes, I've just been with Bob. And he said, the phone calls come, Yeovil will come in for Gary Johnson. I knew Gary Johnson because he used to be youth team manager at Watford. You know, like when we played like that. And um, so I do know of him. Next thing I went, okay. He went, um, he said, look, I'm just giving you the heads up. He said, they're going to fucking pull you before the game. And it goes, it's up to you what you want to do. So I said, look, all right. So I phoned up my agent at the time and I just said, look, what should I do? He said to me, look, leave it with me. He said, I'm, he said, no one's come to me. 
so I went, all right, so he phoned Mark McGee and Mark McGee was like, yeah, listen, like, fucking hell, we need, um, he said, look, it's up to him if he wants to go. But at a minute, he's not in my plans. He's like, he's not match fit. And I wasn't match fit because I've just fucking, I ain't played no games. So he just went to me, um, you're going to go out on, on loan to them. Do you want to go on loan to them? So I went, yeah, I said, might as well. Do a month there. And I was very surprised when I went like with it. But this was the funny thing. I fucking, so next week, I've come up to sit in like the, the stand. And Theo's there. Theo called me over and went, sit down here. So I sat down. He went, no. He said, how are you getting on? I said, all right. <laughs> Theo, all right? The chairman of the club went to me. How are you getting on? He said, fuck me. He said, I'm telling you. And these were these words to me, all right? And I ain't fannying you. He went to me, fuck me. He said, we could have done with you out there Saturday. He said, are you injured? And I went, no. He goes, I'm fucking, he said, he said, I've got to have a word, all right? And I was like, I went, out of a word. I said, what about? He said, fucking, well, this Saturday. He just said it like that, as plain as you can, all right? Mm. I went, Mr. Chairman, I said, I'm going on loan tomorrow. He's like, what? I said, yeah, I'm going on loan to you. Was this when McGee was manager? Yeah. Went, Funnily oh. enough, because McGee did say during his interview with me that, he had a very good relationship with Theo and he couldn't speak highly enough of him. But what he did say was there was points when Theo would say, how about him Saturday? How about play this one Saturday? So I can see that. Yeah, like, That's what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I went, I can't fucking play. I'm not going to load you over. I, I might have signed. I might have signed. <laughs> Next thing, he fucking, um, yeah, that was me down, down the road down there. And I was like, oh. But I, I was knocking on Mark McGee's door all the time, to tell you the truth. Mm. I was, yeah, I was horrible in the end. I was just getting the ump of it. And the, what I got out of him, and I swear down on my kid's life, mate, he turned around and told me, right, that, and, I, and the first time I ever answered him back, if you understand, as I might have in a game shouted a fucking hell gaffer, or like, fuck off gaffer. Like, the first time I ever answered him back, right, yeah, I, I went and knocked on the door. He went, no, no. He said, I don't want to drop Robbie. He even said to me, I don't want to drop Robbie because his head would go. I was like, fuck his head. My head gone. You know what I mean? I was like, but I'd never said anything. You know what I mean? I just kept myself to myself. I went, all right, Gaffer. Mm. I appreciate it. He said, look, I'm going to go with the same team, see if we can bounce back. All right. And then all of a sudden, he fucking, I just went into him and he just went to me. I went, Gaffer, what, what's going on? How can I be fucking one minute flying and next minute not? You got. I need a run of games before you can just throw me in against Norwich and I fucking just done one game. And he went to me, um, so I just fucking, he went to me and his words were, he goes, he goes, you're, you're still the best left back at the club. And from this day on, mate, it puzzled me even now. Yeah. How the fuck am I the best left back at the club but I sit in the stand every fucking week? And I walked out of the room. Mm. I huff, I put my toys out of my pram, whatever. And I, I, and I looked at him and that's why he stayed in my head. And I, I, I wish I spoke to him when he was at the ground that time, but Dan, what, what does it matter now, mate? It don't matter fuck all. No. That's the, you know so I mean? this is under Mark McGee. Yeah. This so is under Mark McGee. So then you went out on loan to Yeovil, okay? Yeah. When did you out. come back? Did you come back after McGee had left? No, I, I can't. I fucking. I just. Um. I just signed. A, I done a month on loan, and it was all good and good as like fucking. It could be for me there. I felt I had seven games in a month to get, and I was just super fit. I liked the way they played. They let you off the leash, and they played football. Not saying Mill didn't play football, by the way, but you know what I mean. It weren't just like a shit standard, you know, when you go down to Division 2, it was not one. They were going, you know what I mean? They, were, they wanted to go somewhere, hung young, hungry players, wanted to get on. And um, I've done a month there, it was fucking fantastic for me as a player. But in the meantime, I fucking, oh, you can imagine what's happening. Imagine, I turned around and said, Bob's phoned me up and said, your career's done at Millwall. 
I was like, how can it be done? I've just had Mark McGee on the fucking phone singing me praises. Did he have the authority so, to even say that to you? Like, you're going on, he, mate. I don't talk, I don't deal with you. I deal with the manager, yeah? You know what? See, like there, I never opened my mouth. I was like a fucking pussy, mate. I'm telling you, I'm different on the pitch, but it was a respect for the. They were, they were like. To be fair, though, how old was you at this point? 22, 23. See, old mate, I wouldn't have a clue what to say to someone at 22 anyway. Do you know what I mean? I mean and I was, oh, my head was gone. I ain't lying to you. I, I was gone. I went down to Yeovil. I didn't want to go to fucking Yeovil, right? But I just thought, I'd go there, get a. I needed games, mate, because even when I played, I fucking. I never got cramped. <laughs> I got fucking. <laughs> In the first game, I was like, I needed games, and I did need games, and I'd done it literally to get games. Tuttle was like, big, Dave was good to me there to talk to me because I wanted a, I wanted a, I don't be funny, I wanted to play in a championship. I've just played there, and I thought I've done all right that season. I've held me up, you know what I mean? I thought I've done that. Fuck, you know, let me have a go. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, and he just, um, yeah, it just fucking mate, it just backfired. Like, look, what for me at Yeovil because. I got that phone call off for Bob, and I swear to God, I was only there about two weeks. And he's going, "Look, I'm going to get, a, I'm going to get onto Gary Johnson now, get him to do." Well, a you, deal. you hadn't even played for Yeovil at this point; you just turned up. There. No, no, I've, I've played two weeks. I was down there for, and um, he said, "Look, he said um, they want to sign you. I think you should." Do. And his words were to me, "Your middle career is done." I just sat. You should have said, "Well, in your opinion, Bob, or have you been told that in in stone?" Because I haven't. No, I've heard nothing. I was just shell shocked, mate. I was just sitting there like that. My mouth was wide open. And I was thinking, I'm down here. It's fucking pissing down the rain and all that. I don't think they might have rained anywhere, but I just felt proper low, mate. And I was like, you're having me over here, ain't you? I said, fucking the club, what? I don't mean funny. I've joined at 15, 16 years of age and fucking want to play for and love playing for. I've been told I'm out the door, mate. I was like, nah, I ain't having that. So I phoned my old man up. I said, look, well, I phoned my agent at the time. And I just said to him, I need fucking, he turned around and told me, you're gone. He said, well, I've been speaking to Mark McGee today regarding a player, just over a player. And I just asked him about you. He said, I just threw you in. And he said, yeah, Gary Johnson's singing your praises. That's what he likes to hear, blah, blah, blah. That was it. That was, I got there. So he said, like, fucking, that's a bit weird. He said, leave it with me. So I phoned my old man. My old man just fucking phoned Bob up and just fucking got stuck in the Bob. (laughs) So you ended up going um, back to Millwall. Well, this is what happened. I fucking signed. They asked me to sign another month. But, uh, you know what they've done? My head went, all right? And fucking the next game, I had a massive row with Gary Johnson in the fucking t- in the dressing room. Mate. Do you that think fuck- it was an effect from, of what Bob yeah, Pearson yeah. had said to you? It was on my fucking mind, mate. It was on my mind. I'm thinking, yeah. love, I've just fucking told me I'm gone. I don't ashamed to me. I loved it. I mean, loved it. Didn't see anywhere else. I didn't want to go anywhere else. Mm. For a club that what I want to really play for, the supporters... Fucking players. I know some of the players would never probably stay around. They were going to go. You know, you couldn't hold on to some of them players. Yeah, yeah. But and um, but yeah, I thought I want to be like. Uh, look at Alan Dunn. What he's going to done? He's fucking. He, he started as a boy then. Finished as a boy. Well, I finished as a man there. Sorry. Yeah. And fucking hell, he don't. That's a rhino like thing. So I looked at really. Look at Ryan. He done it. Mm. I thought I didn't see anywhere else. I didn't want to go anywhere else. And then you get that. I was just, mate, and I just remember we played, fuck it, I can remember it choked him away. My head was gone. They kicked off. <laughs> they played, pinged the ball straight over the top of me and the geezer ran off the back of me and scored after about 30 seconds. Is this, she, <laughs> back at me, oh, she went back to Millwall? No, no, this was just... The, For Yeovil. The, the, being told this... Yeah, right. Yeovil by Bob. But on Thursday, I played, we went to fucking Cheltenham and, yeah, after that, mate, they, they, I remember they kicked off. I didn't even see the player running and my mind was not even on the game, mate. And I was just, I just had an absolute fucking beast. 
And I was, my head was proper gone. And I come in at half time and Gary Johnson was just staring at me, mate. But I never said it to Gary either. And he was a manager you could talk to. And I, but I, I'm embarrassed or like say, like, might have had this phone call and like that. Yeah, so in, in his defense, he just wanted to sign you anyway. He liked you. He liked me, but I burnt my bridge straight away, mate, after that game. I fucking let him have it. I proper did. And it, but it was the wrong person to let him have it. I should have explained it. So after that, mate, I think he couldn't wait to get fucking rid of you, me. You've lashed out him, haven't you? You're, you're fucked off yeah. on a situation at Mirwall. You've lashed out someone who's actually well, raked you as a player. Absolutely battered him. And, I, and you know, I never again, if I fucking ever see him again, I probably might apologise. You know what I mean? Because I didn't need to do that. And he, he told me what was going on in my head. But I did. I ripped him. I fucking like stinged into a few of the lads as well. Like, they, in other words, they see him as like a father figure because what he's brought them through. All the way up, and I'll give it to him as well, mate. Like, you can fucking sit down. And like, and like, like, I just had total head loss, mate. And I just, yeah, a bit, bit not right. And, um, but again, I was just a young, young boy, like, fucking, you know, they say about putting arms around people, there's certain people I, I never had that there, and I just was fucked. And then I got injured about a week later. I fucking hit <laughs> for Yeovil, and they sent me back. They couldn't get rid of me quicker. They fucking so hell. Then when you went back, McGee leaves. I was sitting in the stand. And fucking people were going mad. I think we played, I don't know who we played that night. It's a midweek game, yeah, I can't remember. Midweek game, and they were fucking, the fans were going mad. And like, it felt a little bit good for me because they were saying like, fucking hell, why ain't he playing? You've loaned him out and all that. <laughs> Mate, it didn't help him. And uh, listen, I'd never see anyone lose their job. It's no different from fucking working in today's life, mate, in the real world. And um, he got sacked. And then why is he literally, I spoke to Dennis a day later. And Dennis blatantly turned around and told me, he went, I'm getting a job. He said, look, and um, and Ray Wilkins, it, but they went. We, he said, um, "I'll sort it out with Gary Johnson. I'll get them to um, not." I had another month loan. He said, "I'll get them to knock the loan on the head." He said, "You're out injured anyway. You're going to be out. So I've done my medial ligament in my knee." They said, "Like you're going to finger. You're going to um, um, stay here now." And why is he just said to me, "Look, Robbie's number one because he's been here. Tony Craig's going out to Wickham." He went. That's it. He said, and "You're coming back." And he said. You got to fight out for for Robbie, you and Robbie. And he said, "Look, you've you was happy that you've been happy with that, though, wouldn't you?" Well, I did. I said to him, "Yeah." He went to me, well, "You're going to um, be out now." He said, "You're going to um, you're going to be out for a couple of weeks." He said, "Look, you've been in front of him before when the team were flying." He said, "Why not? You can do it again." He said, "And I've got faith in you. You will." I said, "All right, lovely." Um, and <laughs> the words were, "There'd be a new deal because my deal was running out that summer." He went, "There'd be a new deal on the table to sign." I went, "Okay, lovely, mate." Fucking, I got back. I played one reserve game against Cambridge. And it literally, me and Nevers, because Nevers got the volley as well. He was in the reserves. I don't know if something happened to him, but he didn't like him. And we were surrounded by all like just all the young kids. Um, like they played a youth team up against Cambridge. And I remember we got absolutely spanked with about 4 0. <laughs> and um, before the game, Ray came over to me and said, Look, listen, it's your first game back. Like with a knee injury, he said, like, go easy, don't start fucking flying into tackles and stuff like that. You, you're going to play with a team today. I think we had a lot of injuries. So, in other words, just play the youth team. And he, um, Ray just said to me, um, like, take it easy, don't go fucking mad, in other words. Bed yourself in, get like as many minutes as you can under your belt, and we'll have you off. I said, all right, Ray, no worries. Next thing, mate, fucking played the game after we got spanked, properly spanked. And, um, they, um, Ray called me to the side and just said to me, look, you fucking, don't worry about that today. It's all right. It was mainly getting 90 minutes. Next thing, I fucking, I went, okay. 
I was getting changed. I come out of the ground, and um, at the time, um, my missus was in the motor, the ex missus, sorry, and um, she was in the motor. She come with me, and then she went to me. Um, I see her face. What's the matter with you? I thought, fucking hell, I don't need you fucking with a face like that after the game we've just had. And she just went to me. She said, oh, you ain't gonna believe it. He said, you just absolutely. I was upstairs um, with someone with upstairs in um, the lounge, and fucking next thing. Um, uh, Bob Pearson and Ray Wilkins absolutely ripped you a new one. Went, they obviously didn't know that was your missus sitting there listening. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely ripped you a new one. Thing he turned around Bob and his face hit the fucking floor. He seemed like my ex-missus sitting there. So I, I was like, no, you're joking. Bob just absolutely hammered me to Ray Wilkins. Like about my, my, my attitude in the game and just hammered me, mate. Like, I knew. Sounds like he's got. It does sound like he's got a bit of a beeline for you, doesn't it? He, he won't having me, mate. After that, I lost my head. Then, then like, that's one game back from being injured. Come back to the club. Like, You've been at Yeovil. You played one game. You don't really judge someone on their performance with it there, do you? And you know that, all right? And I, I went and see Ray the next day, all right? And Ray went. Uh, and I said, people love Ray Wilkins, all right? And I will never knock Ray as a coach, all right? Ray Wilkins, this is all right. I'll never knock him as a coach. Fantastic, mate. He could put a session on, mate. It was unreal. You know, like, another stage in your career when you look at, looking back, he could put a session on, like, bang. It was wicked. It was wicked. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, uh, proper high intense. And you see the boys thriving off it. And I was like, wow, this is good. And, um, but, mate, face to face, I didn't like him. And I don't mean this horribly in the people. As I said, I don't give a fuck about people, mate. But I didn't like him. I called him the next day. And I said, hey, you know what, mate? He blanked me. He blanked me. And I, that, oh, mate, I'm done here. I'm done. <laughs> mate, so next your, you know, your contract's expired then at the end of the season no, when, we won it, when we got to the FA Cup yeah. final. But I knew, see, like there, and then I, I went to see Ray, like I said, wait, we'll say the next day, it was after fucking day off or whatever. So I just said, I went, Ray, can I have a word? And he just was like, yeah, what's that? And I just said, mate, like the other day, I went like, I said, like, what's gone on? I went to him, um, like, what's going on? Like, I went, there's, there's two sides of what you said to me. He went to me, no, nah, he said, look, at the end of the day, Ron, you, he said, look, it wasn't good enough. That's what he said. I was like, fuck me. Well, you said that. And you know what? I never bit back. You know, mm. maybe I should have, but... You changed that, his tune. Mate, a week later, I get called in with Dennis. And Dennis just gave me that one, didn't he? He went, Ron, I know he's going to offer you a deal and all that, but you're not the same player, what? What we what everyone was raving and ranting about. You're going to Brentford on loan. So what do you say to him? You've judged that off one performance in the reserve since I've been back. Like, I'm back no, gone, you know what? I thought I was you know what? I've had the big hype like I'm coming back. <laughs> and then I get kicked in the bollocks like that. And I just had my head was gone. Oh, I was fucked after that. I was like, oh mate. And I knew there was no way back because whatever uh, listen, in the real world, um Dennis was never staying at Millwall for me. Yeah. He ain't a person. I knew the boys would fucking turn on him. You know what I mean? Didn't have the longevity to stay there anyway. He had a fantastic fucking run with they done with the FA Cup. I'll never knock that. I'm still there. You know what I mean? It was horrible, mate, for me, yeah. personally. And it was more even horrible when the fucking the injuries what the boys had. I feel sorry for the lads who got injured, by the way. Fucking hell. Because everyone was playing a cup final. And then yeah. you realise you might have had half a chance because there was boys what was in a youth team on the bench. Barry Coogan, I think, was one. I fucking know. I think Trevor Robinson. I like Trevor. Don't get well, me wrong. Mate, Mark, Mark McCammon got Mark. I know he's a striker. You're a left back. 
he got off the bench, Mark. He played in the FA Cup yeah. final against Man United. Mark McCammon has that. That's what I'm trying to say. And I feel sorry for the lads what did to be injured in it because that's what, it's horrible, mate, when you get injured and you can't fucking play in these games, especially that game. But um, yeah, and I was just, in other words, that, that, it was to be around, like, you know what I mean? A big heifer, FA Cup hype and you're not, I'm not a part of it because I'm fucking cut tired as well. So I was a month on loan at Brentford. So you, you back, you, so you was back at the club by this point. By the time we got to oh, Wembley, where was you? Uh, be fair to Wisey, all right? And that's where, say with Dennis, was weren't too bad. He, he looked at it probably as, it, that, that's heartache for someone just to be walking around like. So I just signed an extra month with, I never thought we were going to get to the final. So I just signed. Just to not be around it, you signed yeah. for Brentford just to stay out. Yeah, for Brentford. And um, be fair to Martin Allen at Brentford. He looked after me. He, he shot me in the fucking back as well with we a contract. But, he sucked me right in that prick. But he um, sucked in. He gave me a, a stand up bonus. And then when I went to give me a new deal, mate, he fucking, he went, yeah, you got a good bonus though, didn't you? I was like, yeah, I, I want the same money I'm on at Millwall. He was like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, mate. So you let, so eventually you left Millwall, your contract run out and then you left yeah, Brentford. Yeah, run out. And that's the, and yeah, I just went on loan to Brentford and I finished up that season with Brentford. And um, that was, it was, it wasn't too bad. You know what was good at Brentford, though, with, with that? Um, ben May was there. Fitzy was there. Scott Fitzgerald. So mm. they were as well from, I think they were. Sure they were. Um, so it felt a little bit better. And Wally Downs was there. Wally was good. He was good. Good coach. Mm. The, I met him now. He was hilarious, mate. Turned up in his fucking Brentford tracksuit with his Gucci loafers on. He's a, he's a bit naughty out of West London, isn't he? I thought, wow. He's got the Gucci's on, mate. <laughs> In total, at Millwall, what was it? Ninety, not eight, nine years. I've done nine years at Millwall. Nine years, nine years. And you know what, mate? As I say, just for that was the only bit. He's like, but listen, a lot of people get treated like it. Look at when you come to whatever it is, the end of it. Rhino, we were just talking about there. Even mm. my like so successful with us, and then gets booed and fucking get out. He scots this and that and boss. You go, and yeah, it is. Is it, does it always end in a happy end? No, I don't know. Some, sometimes I'll just get out when you can and yeah. still get to leave like like choppers left and, and livers and some people have said, oh, we jumped ship and all that. Well, mate, this is, this is the one, you know, and, and sometimes I'll, I've, I've, I've had criticism and ex-players get criticism. I think, did I deserve that? And, I, and then I always look to Neil Harris and I think, what he did for the club, goal scoring wise, and mm. as a manager... And then some people, you still see him on social media go, ah, good, fucking Cardiff lost today. Fuck mm. Harris. I'm like, wow, if, you get, if he's getting called a <laughs> what chance has someone like me and you got? Do you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus, come on, man. That's what I mean. Like, listen, uh, what do, like now, what do I do now? Fucking get off the phone to you and I don't mean it's horribly. Like, start fucking, that's it. I've had enough. I'm swinging from the rafters. I've got to go work tomorrow, mate. It's the real world. <laughs> no, I'd never like now go back and like start. Like I said, I didn't like Ray Wilkins. He didn't need to do that. And mm. I just, that, um, if I spoke up for myself, but I didn't want to be like, think, oh, he's a fucking wimpneck, isn't it? He's, oh, he's renowned. That's what Dennis Wise said to me. He said, oh, you're renowned to be a hard man. I went, and that's the only time I said to Dennis, I went, I ain't an hard man. I said, I'm competitive. And he went, look, we're not, we're not, we're going to take the deal away from you. And you're not, you're not that player what with what everyone sings about. We don't see it. And that's it. It's football. I had, listen, I had that later on in my career as well, man. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking liar you know what I mean Russell Slade mate I fucking fight him with Russell Slade in the dressing room and I hated that because he was a nice geezer Russell he was a nice geezer fighting with him in the dressing room but 
probably it took me anger out on other people what I shouldn't have, you know, like that with Gary yeah. Johnson. Gary never had me after that. I met Gary a few times and I tried to like any chance you know, like you know, you can you can do one son. You know what I mean? So I always finish with the same question. Well and that is if you could go tonight out one last night out with three of your old teammates, which three would you pick? It's a bit hard, really, when you think of it. Because, um, yeah, you know, like, again, going back to what I said, like, with, um, like, who's to travel in with Livers, I'm really good friends with Livers. Like, when we finished football, I didn't stay in touch with him, like, or like that, but we well, looked out for him. Um, but Tony Warner, like, scarcely, it made me a quality nights out in Liverpool, anywhere, really. Quality nights out, Tenerife. Um, yeah. And then Bertie for the wildness. And as I said, Birch, mate. You, you, he was, he was unreal as well. So I don't know. So how many have I got to pick? Three. Three. Um, I'll probably pick yeah, Birchie, just because he will just absolutely have the banter flying. Like I'd say, take Birch. I take the big man because yeah, the big man. Like yeah, I went to Russia with Tony. He's unbelievable company, mate. Isn't he? Yeah, it's good company, mate. And as I say, like you know, one night he just left me in Liverpool. Right, we. Um, we went up there after we got beat. Was it by Man City or something? The fuck knows. Robbie Ryan got absolute. I'll give it to Robbie now. I ain't give it to him yet. Right? <laughs> give it to him. I always used to come on when we had, he had a, we had a decent winger, Rob. Remember Sean Wright Phillips? You got it? Yeah. No, he got another £8 million put on his fucking price tag after he played against us. We were 2 <laughs> City, weren't we? And fucking next thing, Sean Wright Phillips come on the scene. He's absolutely roasted, Robbie. Crash one in. Mark McGee went, get, went, get out there and get stripped some. And get on a warm up. Next thing, he got the ball, absolutely toasted it again, smashed it in 3-2. I remember Scouse banging the ground, mate. Was that at home? home? Yeah, at home. They remember? didn't have any away fans. I might have been. Might have been that was night. That one. Yeah, it was that one. It was hilarious, you know. Not hilarious. I got the thingy, didn't I? Go and warm up, son. Like, they've, they've, in other words, let's lock up shot with Nick Tool. Fucking, he's going to crash one in straight after that. Mark McGee, give me that one. Come and sit down, son. Cheers, Rob. I ain't getting our parents money. <laughs> well, I reckon I reckon the third member would probably be you'll take for a drink, Robbie, just so you could give it to him all night. Yeah, uh, that was good that night thingy when we went out as well. Yeah, it's a good night, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, take him out. Uh, Robbie, yeah, it's, it's okay. collar, you was on him. You was on Robbie Ryan that, that night from the fucking minute we met to the minute yeah. we left 12 hours later. And I think at one point he just went, why don't you fuck off? Of course, yeah, he lost his head. <laughs> Yeah, about eight hours in, but then he never, then he just went back. And he just reset. He just reset, and then he just carried on as he was. Uh, it's just <laughs> yeah. With, with that, it was just fucking that funny, mate. With him, he, he's a good lad though. All of them, yeah, like quality, mate. Quality. When you go through that team, every player had something about them. Even the likes when I said Paul Moody, you can go there. Like Richard Sadlier, mate. Like that that house of sin they had. That was fucking unreal, mate. I told you that door was open twenty four seven. Not to you. You didn't even know him. You could have just walked in there, mate. Sat down, made a tea. Got your feet up, had an half hour, mate, and bust. Where you go? It was Pete asking Richard one night, who are you? It's Richard's ass. <laughs> it's his ass, mate. He's going, who are you? It's my ass. He's the just turned up. You're mad, mate. Come out of that Delano's, mate. That place was on fire. Thanks so much for coming on. It's been brilliant. As I said, you should have been on first. You're right, but I thought I'd save the best till, till last. 38. Oh, I'll have you back on 138. We'll talk again. Yeah, I was going to say that. <clears throat> I've got other stories. Don't worry about that. Molly, <laughs> cheers, Rod. No worries, mate. Look after yourself. My name you is mate. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. 
Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 